What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Where's my coffee? Oh, here it is. Welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne in this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF and CGAC, God Allah, and the best entertainment here on YouTube and the eight-time demonetized champion of the game right in the building. And speaking of game, today's topic, game for men, is like love for women, the religion of delusion, this is going to be part of the Blue Chip Mindset series, which we brought forth to you in the last year. Now, when we brought the series forth, it was a two-hour, I was running two-hour live streams. So, um, as you guys know, over the past couple of months, these shows have been going three hours, three hours, and 30 minutes, and so forth and so on. So, the entire show will not feature just Blue Chip topics. There will be Blue Chips sprinkled in throughout the entirety of the program, and a matter of fact, the main story, game for month for men, game is for men, is like love for women is a blue chip mindset topic. But if you think I'm going to sit here and give you three hours and 33 minutes of financial information, you're out of your mind. All <laughs> right. That is definitely not my strong suit. But and I'm not about to give you a three hour and 30 minute motivational speech. All right. Not even nobody does that. Nobody does that. Nobody in the history of the world can pull that off. But what I can do is give you the best edutainment here on youtube anyway all right and we're going to give you some game all right so here's the deal here's the deal uh we're going to talk about this subject matter uh in a bit and uh we're also going to talk about bank branches may be going extinct everybody remember the bank branch and the tellers and the bank girls and all of that shit i mean who goes in the bank it looks like wells fargo and bank of america are indeed going the way of the dinosaur, going the way of the video, uh, the family video store, going the way of Blockbuster. Say goodbye to the bank branches. All right, that's going to be an update for you guys, just so you guys know. That's where we're going. And indeed, new, 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 new we're heading order. to bigger, building back better. We got a great straggle and sniggle theater uh, coming up. And then we're also going to talk about home ownership uh, briefly, talk about the trends, talk about the current interest rate, Talk about maybe uh, there's only there was a time where um, there was a time where people would say renting is like throwing away money. Well, those times are dead and gone, especially if you live in a metropolis, which there are a lot of people that live in metropolises. I call them metropolises um, and uh, many which is major cities. And most people conglomerate. All right. Converge, convene around major cities. Many, many people. Most of America is still small towns and countries, but a lot of people are trying to live affordably in metropolises. However, many people will find that, number one, there's hidden costs. There's hidden costs to mortgages and home ownership is actually, for the first time, there's only going to be, I mean, this is the first time in history. The first time in history, there are only four major U.S. metro areas where it's cheaper to buy a home than rent. So the idea that renting is throwing away money, renting is more expensive, is going the way of the dinosaur. And we're going to show you a great chart of all of the cities that, um, well, I won't say that right now. All right, but major metropolises where it is actually not true 
it is actually only four exist where it's cheaper to buy a home than rent. The rest of them, it is actually the opposite. And it's very, very tough in many of the coastal areas. We're going to talk about that as well. So maybe buckle up your seatbelt. I got a poll up right now. And the poll question is on both channels. If you currently do not own a home today, many, many Gen Xers or not Gen Xers, some Gen Xers, uh, many millennials, uh, Gen Z, uh, if you don't own a home today, do you think you will become a homeowner in the next 10 years? New, 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 new world. Right order. now, the poll is somewhat, somewhat split. All right. We have the primary, primarily people are saying yes, but we only have 55% people saying yes. 44%, 45% are saying no on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And we have 67, 68% saying yes on the Notorious CGA channel. All right. You can also contribute to the day show via. The Cash App, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo and PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle. Actually, it's not pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. You could also super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Hey, new, 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 new world. What is actually pinned to the top of the live chat, if you will? Yes, it's a trap question. <laughs> We're going to trap you. The question is asked because I'm having you guys being vocal about this. Define what game means to you. And I will feature it on today's show. All right. Anybody have a chance because I don't want to hear people talking no shit. All right. After the show concludes. All right. Because people are going to be like, what are you talking about? We're going to talk about the religion of delusion and people needing to reach to certain things and certain aspects of definitions that are somewhat elusive, somewhat undefined, loose terms. All right, the hypocrisy of the definition being used against you and for you. Okay, switching the definition up midstream. This term and phrase called game. A lot of people talk about this. And particularly young men latch on to this theory of game. And um, I, I define, uh, I, I don't define game. All right, and it's not my job to define game because you guys are the ones pushing it like drug pushers. All right, um, and I've been around here for a long time. See, here's the funny thing about this thing. A lot of people like to switch up the definition when it's convenient for them. Okay, primarily this thing is centered around men's ability to get women. All right, that's neither, that's, that cannot be disputed. However, when I challenge it, all of a sudden, ninjas want to switch it up. Well, it's about to be the best version of yourselves, which is some, you know, um, some primal self-improvement mantra, all right, that people have been using for many, many millennials. Okay, many, many millennials. Be the best version of yourself, the self-improvement mantra. As soon as I challenge it, it's about to be the best. It's about to be. It, it's about being the best, 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 best version of yourself. All right. Then it goes into, well, you can use it in business and it applies to business when you're in a business meeting and you have clients. OK, then it's about uh, business deals and negotiations and handling objections and, and, and all this shit. Networking Then just want to switch it up midstream. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because when I challenged it, the first thing you said, well, well, you don't have the mouthpiece, so you don't understand. See, you don't have it. And so you wouldn't recognize it because you ain't got it and you ain't got the skills. You don't got the mouthpiece. Mm. See, you see how it switched up and down. And then when I say, can women have game? No. Mm. Wait a minute. Hold up. I thought it was about handling being the best version of yourself. Self-improvement mantra. So this is only for men. Women can't have game. Oh, we can only use it against women. All right. Or, or what is it? Uh, can win, women handle objections? Are they good at game? 
Nope. No, no, no. See, now y'all going all over the place. And the reality is, just like love is for women, game is for men. Can't define it. When you try to pinpoint it, oh, when you challenge them on it, oh, well, you just never had it. That's why you don't know what it is. <laughs> you just never had it. You've had no one to ever love you, so you don't know what it is. See, if you had it, you would know it. If you had the mouthpiece, if you had love, you would know it. But you've never had it, so therefore, conversation over, you just don't have it. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the conversation changes to the mysterious religion. It turns into their God. See, love is a God for women. Game and Riz is a God for men, and particularly young men. Now, what gets really pathetic, what gets really pathetic is when old men start talking this shit. And let's go ahead and go to some of the evidence. Old men talking this shit. And we're going to tell you the story, the curious case of the Casanova. All right, because I came prepared. All right. And so uh, here's, here's where it gets somewhat ridiculous. When old ninjas start talking about game and Riz and all of this stuff, then it gets really, really pathetic. All right. To me, it gets then the, the religion of delusion goes way off the charts. All right. Then just start talking about they 60 something years old and they got game and she got big titties and start approaching and being direct. Let me let me show you some examples. I'll show you some examples. All right. And remember, if you comment on anything, if you comment on anything that I post, I will use your ass on the show. All right. I will lose you on the show because watch. I put this on my Twitter. I call it Twitter. Yeah. See, I said game for men is similar to love for women. Both are an attempt to use a low risk, low reward strategy in hopes that the opposite sex would overlook obvious character deficiencies and make a mistake in judgment at no cost for free for free. It's a juvenile behavior on both sides, and it's a fairy tale for both. Good luck. Now, I'm going to show you something. I did this on purpose. You know me. You know me, man. I ain't just going to get out here and say something without setting y'all ninjas up. All right. Because I was waiting and I was waiting with bated breath. All right. To wait for somebody to catch, to catch my, uh, catch me slipping or catch them slipping. This guy right here says, dear coach, I learned about game four years ago after having more than 100 women. See, now it comes back to women. I thought we were talking about, I thought we were talking about business negotiations and shit. All right. But here we go. I assure you that it works. This ninja selling snake oil. I assure you that it works. You know, it's like this uh, salve. It's like a cream you mix into your kneecaps. Not like a main course at all, but like a tool to bring pace, to bring pace, and furthermore, save money by men. All right. All right. I'm with you. Okay. Okay. All right. This is what he said right there. All right. Um, 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 let's click the ninja. Look, this the ninja talking about he learned game four years ago. This the ninja right here. <laughs> Look at the ninja. See, you better be careful when you're talking to me, bruh. Better be talking. You got to be careful when you're talking to me, ninja, because I will set your ass up. This the ninja right here. This the ninja said he learned game four years ago, ninja. Hey, man, when you have people like this speaking on your behalf, ninja, you just, you're, hey, you messing up the game, as they say. And six people liked his shit. Six people liked it. They are waiting for this ninja to rebuttal the coach. This the ninja that's going, yeah, all right, all right. This the ninja right here. This ninja, 68 years old. 
right? 68 years old. I'm sure he has a boat and all this shit, and he barely got the game learning. But listen, here's another guy right here. He's a very, very fan right here. <laughs> what is your definition of game? See? Mm. See? <laughs> See? We're not going to do this today. As a matter of fact, the dude says, stop. Let's not do this. My man knew. My man knew. <laughs> all right? I said, they are walking right into my hands, right into the trap. My man says, stop, let's not do this. You know what I mean? Like, I put my tweets out. I got 16,000 followers on Twitter. All right. And everybody was quiet as a church mouse. What are we talking about? Now, we, now what's your definition of game? See, we ain't going to play this shit because when we know what it is, when we want to push it out forth to the people, when we want to sell it and package it, when we want to say, what it is when you don't have it. Now, all of a sudden, when I challenge it, we don't know the definition. Mm. Now you want to know my definition. Hold up. No, 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 no. We're not going to play this. See, this is what women do with love. And I've called out love and fantasy long time ago. I've called out romance long time ago. These are things that you hold on to to make yourself feel better about what we naturally do. And you want to make it a little bit more than what it is, right? Just like game ninjas, you meet a skeezer. She gave you the peace leave. One out of the 30 skeezers we talk to, she give you some sex and you attribute it to game. Why can't it just be you met a dirty skeezer and she wanted to go back to the hub? She wanted to go back to your, to your house. You met the dirtiest skeezer on the block. You hit the lowest hanging fruit. She took the bait, had nothing to do with game. Okay. But now when we say, well, what's your definition and what's my definition? Now we're getting into religion. Now we're getting to the religion of delusion because it should be straightforward if it exists it should be straightforward you'd be able to define it okay the love is one of those things i said is a myth because you can't get two people to agree on what it is same as game it's a delusion religion of delusion for men you cannot get two men to agree on what it is but what you'll do is everybody will say that it works hey man i tried it i learned it it works okay what is it <laughs> what is it well, it's the definition you have of yourself. No, 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 no. Uh, we ain't playing that over here, bro. We ain't going to play that. No, y'all ass got to, it's got to be the def what it is for you. If you're saying it works, what it is for you has to be what it is for everybody else. Otherwise, it's the religion of delusion. Now, I'm going to show you one more. Show you one more response, which goes right into my hands. This is exactly what I talk about. See, look. Here's the response. That cuh, you ain't got the mouthpiece. Mm. Right? That cuh, you ain't got the mouthpiece. Now, remember, I challenged what it was. Remember, and then just tried to say it works. Then somebody said, well, what is your definition? And now we going, that cuh, you ain't got the mouthpiece. See, mm. that's called religion. That's called religion. That's what religious people do. <laughs> okay. Religious people say it works. I died. I went to heaven. I came back. I saw the light. And uh, it works. It's there. It's real. And then when you start asking them for evidence and shit, look like that ninja. Then when you start saying, well, I really don't exist. Well, it's really your definition. And it's and it's it's about being the best version of yourself and uh, confidence and and, and and having the belief in yourself that you can talk to uh, people and then just start shuffling. <laughs> I saw it. It exists. And I used it. It worked. 
Actually, I bought some too. I bought some salve. I bought some. I mixed it in. I don't have none left though. But it worked. And it works for you. And it works for me. It works for you. Religion of delusion. And then when you start doing what? You start doing what? Well, it's, it's not about women. And it's about these things being the best version of yourself. Can women do it? Nope. Oh, it's only men. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I don't believe in it. That cuz, that cuz, you ain't got the mouthpiece. <laughs> that cuz, you ain't got the mouthpiece. Not the mouthpiece. See, the mouthpiece is one of these other foolish things that people believe is a measure of who you are as a man. And now I somewhat agree. I certainly have the mouthpiece. You're listening to me all hours and hours on day, uh, for, per day. I definitely can hold a conversation. Definitely can hold a conversation with women. I don't contribute that to game. I contribute that to being actually one of the most best versions of myself, if you will. Okay. It's somewhat easily to talk. Talking is very easy to me. Persuading people is very easy to me. In fact, game is somewhat of a persuasion as, if, as much as it is a grift, as much as it is a scam. And I'm going to use a story. I'm going to use a story. Remember, this is the blue chip. It's the blue chip mindset. Hit the like button. I'm going to use a story about a man that has probably been known as one of the biggest game people forever. People still talk about this guy, and he's been dead for almost 300 years. Anybody know who I'm talking about? Because I'm time. I'm here. I'm going to give my. I'm give. <laughs> I'm going to give my definition. And thank you. Here we go. We got. We still got. We still got guys defining it, and I'm going to use it. Here we go. I'm, they're going to prove my point. Every time somebody defines it, you're proving my point, but it's neither here nor there. But the gentleman we're going to talk about is Casanova. Casanova. I'm going to read his story. And a lot of men look at Casanova as maybe oh, that, that's somebody I would want to be. I'm going to read his story and you're going to find out about who Casanova really is. You're going to find out everything about who Casanova really was. It literally is indicative of what you don't do. Remember, we love to, in our world, take out stories, fantasies, myths, plays, movie scripts, music, and we'll pick out all the things that we like. We'll pick out all the things that we like and the attributes of romance, the attributes of love, when actually it was a story about tragedy and comedy. We do this with Shakespeare, we do this with poetry, we do this with stories, we do this with chivalry. Women do it. Game ninjas do the exact same thing. Casanova, when you read the story, he's the ultimate scammer, he's the ultimate tender swindler, he's the ultimate of what you don't do as a man. And so, uh oh, pray to Jesus. No, don't delete his message. I'm going to read his message. Pray to Jesus now. Not only has he has the, the religion of delusion, he has the religion of delusion for game. And I'm going to read his definition. Thank you for deleting it, but I'm going to read it. Here's his definition of game. This is going to, hey guys, and please put your definition of game in here so you can walk right into my trap. <laughs> right? I'm going to smack your ass hard with this shit. And yo, monetize the hate. Pray to Jesus now says, bruh, so we know he's a ninja. Game is the ability to speak to women and learn the things that make women think 
feel and act on emotions, resulting in the ability to make women do things for you without any real transaction. Let's give him a round of applause. Thank you very much. Uh, the message was deleted by one of our mods. I appreciate you. You guys are going to walk right into this shit, a.k.a. manipulation, a.k.a. she gets nothing, you get something, a.k.a. she's everything and nothing at the same time. She's everything and nothing at the same time. In fact, I'm going to define myself as the ability to get this, but the bitch ain't worth shit at the same time. The religion of delusion that is pushed forth to men who want to achieve this thing and end up losing the most. I'm going to thank you very much. Please keep going with this. How about say just I'm a simp? How about just say I'm a simp? I'm going to be good at these things. <laughs> these ninjas, man, I tell you, the religion of delusion of men, game and love, love for women is the same as game for men. I, I it, They're going to keep proving it. Black men only, right? Black men only. Black men, you guys too. Black men are the ones who commit this crime of religion of delusion the most. All right? Because they'll say the bitch ain't worth nothing, but then they'll define themselves by the ability to get said bitch. Mm. Men, the religion of delusion, all right, is here. Please, please, you keep rebutting me. Rebut, rebut, rebut. I'm going to be here all day long. All right, but let's get to back to the show. Let's get back to the show. All right. Gosh, dang. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Let me see here. Shout out to Albert Wesker says the only game modern XXs care about is the money game. I got money <laughs> in the building. MC Hamster says uh, MC Hamster says, coach, if you broke, just say that. Stop gaming. Thank you, sir. Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also the coach gang. French toast props do. All right. Shout out to you. All right. All right. And, uh, Mr. Albert says, coach, maybe Tom Brady will come down from the skybox and uh, suit, for, suit up for the Raiders next year. Interesting. I don't even know what that's about. Maybe he might, you know, you know, he might get that itch. He might get that itch. Ricky Webster says, hey, coach, I have a cousin who was 47 years old, never married, no kids and makes $14,000 a month. And he says he's lonely and with no direction. What's uh, your take on that? Um, and he says, let me see. He's never married. He makes $14,000 a month. Um, the, the take on that is the top is you're lonely at the top or at the top you're alone. So he probably has no, um, no, uh, nobody that he can reach for and have qualified. So he looks at women as no one qualifies. So he doesn't have many to pick from because he's probably thinking this woman wants me for my money. And uh, he's at an age where primarily the women that he wants to select from are his age. He doesn't want to go to the junior college. And so he's alone in his uh, in his in his uh, position. He's alone in the castle. Not many women qualify. Not many women in this age group. So he might want to find some sort of way to get some goddamn hobbies and or find a group of men that he can network with that he can actually build a better purpose because 14K a month is nice. But it ain't the end all be all, Casanova. All right, it ain't the end all be all, Ninja. Uh, if you making fourteen k a month, you need to double that shit. 
All right. You ain't secure, Ninja. <laughs> All right. You ain't secure. Ninja think he's secure at 14K a month. Man, tell him lucky to be where he is, but go get some more money and get some hobbies. All right. Go be go go take that money and transact it into something bigger and better. And maybe take the age range as he's used to uh, trying to be with and go have some fun. Go have some fun with some younger gals. That's the position you put yourself in. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, come on, man. Uh, the pickup artist is here. And um, game is how you act in life. It's a way of life, bro. He, I think he's a troll. But game is how you act in life. Remember, I, I think he's a troll. But the pickup artist, um, these are some of the definitions of game. And uh, it tells you that they're trying to avoid to, a way to define it. All right. Anytime you challenge a person on it, um, if you say it doesn't work, they say you don't have the mouthpiece. That's why. But then when you challenge them, OK, but but what really is it? What is it? Let's let's get down to the definition. Oh, it's about how you act in life. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> he says, Gabe is the ability to negotiate desires, <laughs> negotiate desire. Desires are non-negotiable. With someone in the art of seduction. Now it's an art. Applies in all areas of life and can be used to improve yourself. <laughs> yeah. He's trolling. He's trolling. All right. Shout out to Rational Rationality. He says monetize. They mastered on by making them pull up, pull my week, my meat mat. I'm sorry. Hold up. Master monetize a Mastodon, but making them pull my meat wagon. Shout out to you. We still got some more. Sucker for love ninja says when they when they ask you why we did it tell him we did it for love and he says that ninja learned game four years ago and still single still single which is another hypocrisy of the game the other hypocrisy you're so good at again i listen i'm not above challenging men because i challenge women all the time all right with this mythical love you had 40 something years on the planet when we get to casanova it will make sense women will have 40 years on the planet and not have achieved love for good, like long term. But then men will do the exact same thing as that delusional woman. Ninjas will be 40, 50, 60 years old talking about game works and ain't got one woman to show for it. Not one. <laughs> Not a zero. zero they will have nobody to show for it. Mythical bitches. I had 100 women body count. Off some game. They will have nothing to show for it. And when we get to Casanova, you're going to see it. You're going to see it. It's delusional. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Well, I got 50 girls to fall for my game. I thought it wasn't about women. I thought it wasn't about women. Oh, but now it is about women. See, them ninjas all over the place. I'm calling y'all out today. Y'all all, I'm calling y'all out today on this delusional shit that you're teaching men. Because y'all hippity hopping. I mean, these there's you, you guys going to realize that these female podcasts, these podcasters are coming out. You're getting these ditzy women on here. It's in the woman's best interest to, to understand men and understand what men want, how they talk, what they do, how they act. It's only a matter of time that even the ditziest woman is going to challenge you just like I'm challenging you. And here's what's the funny thing. If I say what love is to women and I actually remove it from them, I remove power from them and they grasp on it like this. Right. I'm like, love, it don't exist. And as a matter of fact, you're not even good at love. You're incapable of love. You love on conditions. What do they do? What do women do? 
they grasp at it. They're like, no, 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 no. We want you. You can't take that away. Watch this. When I take game away from men, guess what they do? They cling to it. No, no, no. They cling to it like a security blanket because they're not really secure in who they are. They got to convince you that they're secure. They got to convince you that it works like a woman got to convince you that love works. They got to cling to it like, no, 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 don't take my game away. Don't take it away. And they fight for it. They fight for it and they can't define it at the same goddamn time. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. And watch these feminine men come in here and cling to this shit like women cling to love when I take it away from you. They're going to they're going to act just like women. They're going to act just like women when I take the shit away and I say, you just be you. You don't got nothing to prove out here. Just be you. I'm me. I'm the free agent lifestyle. That's my definition. The free agent lifestyle is me. It's CGA. Now, it could be everybody else too, but that's, that's up to you. But if I tell you, you can't tell anybody else about game, just be you, your bitch ass cling to it just like this. And you won't let me take it away. You won't let me take it away. <laughs> and here it is. Look, look, again, more religion. Let me show you. Let me show you more religion, more religion. There's more religion. See, you don't have the ism. Now it's ism. See, remember, it wasn't about women. Now it's the ism. It's a mysterious spook in the sky where you have this ism. You see this shit? The religion of delusion. What is it? What is the ism? What is it? <laughs> so now it's pimping. See these ninjas all over the place. I'm gonna I'm calling out men today. This is your day. It's the ism. Yeah, see, this shit is nonsense. It's nonsense. Now they flipping the script. Now they all over the place. It's the religion of delusion of men. It is the exact, exact same thing we challenged women on with love. Now, game, it's the same thing. He was being sarcastic. I know he was being sarcastic. Hey, let's get into the day show. Did I get all, I didn't get all the super chats? We're gonna come back to be real mahogany. <laughs> my man different all right and so yeah ninjas man this shit and ha have you noticed most people who push this shit oftentimes trying to sell you on it instead of selling them on you on themselves they got to sell this see i don't sell anything i come on here and i'm the brand cga i'm the brand free agent lifestyle but it's often now if you want to go further and learn this game we're not going to teach you for it for free. See, the game is to be sold, not told. But we can we can pull you over to this corner over here and teach you this ism. See this shit? When we get to Casanova, it's going to make sense. All right, but look, let's get into the day show. We on y'all neck today, and we making enemies in this street. We making enemies of you simps out here. It's really a simp army, just to let you know. All right, these ninjas is really a simp army. All right, they're the simp army. There's a simp army of snake oil salesmen. That's exactly what they are until they prove me otherwise. <laughs> they're the modern day church pastors. They're the modern day church of religion of delusion. Here we go. Let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. What are we doing? Bank branches may become extinct. Let's get into the money. Let's get into the money. All right, bank branches. Wells Fargo, Bank of America, pulling the new 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 world order all right pulling a new world order on y'all wells fargo bank of america 
may make customers uh, make a move where customers will hate. And there's a sister coming out, not looking happy. She looks maybe like an Indian sister. And it says right here, bank branches are going the way of video stores and pay telephone booths. And there's nothing financial consumers can do about it. In Philadelphia, Wells Fargo has closed 70%, 17% of its local bank branches since 2020. And regional kingpin PNC is not far behind, shuttering 15% of his branches in the Philadelphia area, according to the Philadelphia Business Journal. Bank of America has gotten into the act, closing 5% of its physical locations in the region as well. And it's not just a Philly problem bank. Big bank banks are closing branches in New Jersey, Maryland, Ohio, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Michigan, as well as out west in Nevada, California, and Arizona. Bank brancher Bank branch closings are actually nothing new, according to the U.S. FDIC, I suppose. Large commercial U.S. bank locations have fallen from 8,000 in 2000 to 4,236 by 2021. All right, so in 20 years, it has been reduced by half. And even then, by the next year, lost 100 additional banks. In the spider web of U.S. bank branches, that's a tongue tire, offices, tied to big banks, have slid significantly as well. All right, and so as you guys are going here, oh, by the way, they make a bold statement down here at the bottom, and they say right here, if the trend of current bank branches closing continues, there may be no bank branches left in 10 years. There you go right new, there. New, 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 new world order. 10 years, all right, and so it's, uh, it's, um, it's something that we're going to have to adjust to in our Build Back Better AI the old brick and mortar businesses being a necessity versus online banking. You can actually get things via direct deposit. Certainly if there's any digital currency provided by the fed, there's no need for these bank physical bank branches anymore. And everybody you're going to deal with is just going to be AI computer or a robot. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. That's where we're going to be um, at some particular point. So take note. All right, just like Blockbuster Video, all right, bank branches may be a thing of the past going into the future. Let's go to the next one. And this is going to be a woman complaining about losing her job or quitting her job because she's not being treated white. I'm not being treated white. Guys, get used to this. She was replaced almost overnight. The point is, none of these jobs have any loyalty to you. And this is one of the things you have to understand to prepare yourself Going into the future, let's let her take it from here. So I just quit my job. Um, I'm pretty fucking emotional because I love my job. You know, I'm really good at what I do. I have been working with this company for a little over five years. And I just walked out today because I feel like I was just slapped in the fucking face. Because over the past three years, I have been the lead, right? I have been the lead. I also have five kids, and I just had a surgery, so I was out for a little bit. All right. Uh, first of all, she's had five kids, and she works at I, – I don't know where she works at, but you're going to tell it's not a lot of money. And uh, she took a leave because she had to have a surgery. Women be having all kind of crazy shit going on with their bodies, but men do too. Yeah. So she took some time off. She did not define what it was. What type of time are we talking about? Let's continue. They fucking replaced me today. 
they brought a guy in and they're like, this is your new lead. It's not me anymore. I don't have anything lined up. But I couldn't stay there another fucking minute. And I- so she threw a temp- temper tantrum because she was out for a significant amount of time. She probably decided when she was coming back. She came back when she wanted to come back. She had an issue. She probably extended the time, double and triple the time. She took advantage of, you know, her kid delivery. And, you know, they, she probably took advantage of the rules. They probably like, we can't wait for her. They replaced her. She threw a temp attack. She threw a fit. Oh, I'm only making $16.70 a fucking hour. That's nothing. Nothing. They didn't respect me. I had to go. I couldn't stay there anymore. I don't know what I'm going to do next, but um, I'm never going back there. (laughs) Well, of course, now she's on the Internet crying about it. And first of all, these places don't have um, time to play with y'all no more. All right. They're not like going to let you play the system um, and and take off excessive leaves and say you got COVID and say you got can't your grandmama died. She making 1670 an hour. So she almost I mean, she's barely above minimum wage around in this country. And uh, she's easily replaceable. You see right there, she was easily replaced by a human being, let alone when AI comes around. But what you have to understand is this is going to be a shift. You should be prepared for something like this. Many people will be ready to take your job if you, in fact, think you're going to go get these jobs and play the system, right? Women have been doing this primarily, um, you know, throughout time in the last maybe 30 years saying they need this benefit and it's not fair that this is not fair that that they're going to find that their jobs are going to be replaced and gender be damned, right? They don't care if a man replaces you. They just need a person to replace you. And then it's not going to be persons. It's going to be things. So as you can see, she's a worthless worker and uh, she got a promotion making 16 something an hour and then eventually got replaced because she tried to play the system. Yeah, man, be careful. Those days are ending right now. Everybody's hungry out here. Everybody's driven. And these companies ain't playing no games with you. You're going to be replaced. And then you're going to be replaced by a computer. All right. So the next one, inflation. These are the blue chips right here. Inflation. Where is inflation being felt the most? According to Yahoo Finance. Let's take a look. We share a graph like this every so often. All right. And people can debate whether inflation is real or not. Uh, but the price of things are definitely up. All right. And that's going to cause people to say, basically take a pay cut along uh, from year to year. And it's going to put the squeeze on people. It's going to force people to start paying for essentials on credit card. Then that's going to create debt. Then they're going to be paying interest on that debt. And then that's going to force them to actually maybe pick up a second job, uh, be away from their family. It's going to cause a very big financial crisis if anything happens in between that a flood or tornado it's only going to exacerbate it's only going to magnify it right so uh where inflation isn't being uh, felt our appliances uh airfare it hardware and software used vehicles that's a change in the shift over the last year rental cars and gasoline but on the opposite rents have been up 8.8 percent and this is just nationwide over the last 12 months you got pet food <laughs> <laughs> we warned you about the pet food, didn't we? We warned you about the pet food because we talked about pet parents, um, how it's not, they're not real parents. We talked about the likelihood that women are taking on not only one, but two pets. We've been talking about that for the last three or four years, saying invest in pet stocks. And as you can see, a lot of people have been codependent on these pets, and then eventually it's going to cost them more money to uh, take care of them. In fact, if you're at the junior college, many of those young girls have pets. 
and you're wondering why they have a pet when they can't barely pay their rent. Okay, food at restaurants are up. Housing in general is up. And food at home, this is, I suppose, some Uber Eats shit. What is that? Personal care, new vehicles, overall inflation, and so forth. And we know inflation to be much higher than it actually is being reported. So you might as well just double those figures for most people, especially if they are already in some sort of middle class, right? Double those figures. I don't think those figures are accurate for most people. All right. So that is the money part of the segment today. And I'm going to catch up on some PayPal's cash apps and Venmo's. And then we're going to be back in here with Straggle and Sniggle Theater. You might enjoy this one here. We got our man. What do we got here? Uh, Mr. UG, he says, forget, he says for game coach, adult shit, though. Thank you. Adult game. All right. Adult game. We might even define what game is here. Shout out to Vegas 4K. That last night, that text last night. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Oh, the humanity. I'm not. I'm not, yeah, I'm not ready to appear on television for that role, all right? My man had a role for me in on the television show, and I was like, not I, all right? Be ready to be willing to decline shit if you don't fit the role. Don't be desperate, all right? I wasn't desperate. Shout out to D. Dave in the building for the thumbs up. We in here. Shout out to you. And if you agree or disagree with the direction of today's show, hit the like button to feed the algorithm to get some of your fans in here because I know people are watching me ready to get to it but i'm gonna make you watch me for two whole hours before i talk that shit all right i know what i'm doing all right let me see here what are we doing god ninjas better put me on and go go back to doing what you was doing because we ain't getting to the business until later on all right what we got going on here we got uh paypal is paypal in the building we do we got uh newski shout out to newski is that you over there on um on uh locals you be killing it he says, even if you're a millionaire, you will never own your home. Uh-oh, he bought <laughs> Yo, He says, as long as you have to pay taxes on your property, they have control over you. But paying a house off is good, but you never own it. You know who owns new, it, new, 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 and they new want to be order. in control of everything. As soon as you are born, you get a social security number, and you volunteer that. You don't have to have one issued. Many of the things we do, we volunteer for. We actually vote in tyranny. We vote in authoritarianism and we vote in control. Um, many of these things that we do, we think we're simply supposed to do it because normies, that's what normies do. All right. You're supposed to do this and you're not really, you can really not do it. But, you know, it's hard to tell people uh, to do that. And it's also hard to tell them what the trade-offs are. When you start telling them what you ain't going to get access to, they choose servitude. They choose slavery. That's what they choose. They choose authoritarianism, right? They choose tyranny. That's because we're goofy. We're goofy as human beings. And we think we're going to do it. We just take the easy way, easy way out. We take the easy route, right? For instance, in California, the criminals over the last couple 30, 40 years have been going buck wild with, you know, agencies placing in firearms for criminals. Criminals use them and then they punish the citizen. So what did the citizen do? We need to get gun control. Because they think criminals buy guns at stores. So the this happened in California. So the Californians said these thugs, these gangbangers are doing drive-by shooting. Let's make the citizen pay for it. <laughs> right? And they voted in. And then when they want a gun or a firearm, we have to say firearm, then they go to the store because the criminals are going crazy in their neighborhood because the criminals just in, encroach, encroach, encroach. Then the citizen runs to the store. 
The dealer says, we can't get you one for 10 days. The citizen goes crazy. What do you mean? Here's the criminals right here, still with firearms after 30 years. They didn't wait no 10 days for their firearm. But now you think the criminal is going to wait 10 days for you to get your hands on a firearm. Mm. See, this is what. <laughs> Remember, you're going to be mad when it affects you, but you ask for it. You voted it in. As he said, all of these things we have that are working for it, we volunteer. And one of those things is exactly that. So you volunteer for your municipality to place a property tax on you for the life of the property. It might not seem like much now because you earn money. However, when you are on a fixed income, it's going to kick your ass when they raise it. Like that's what's happening in Texas. So we'll get to that when we get the home ownership. Right now, you're 30 and 40, and you're like, I don't care about property taxes. Ain't no big deal. It is going to be a big deal when you're on a fixed income, when you don't earn any more money. It is going to be a big-ass deal when you paid off your house, and now you want to kick it and put your feet up, but you got a 10% increase on your property tax, right? Mm. So now you're 60 going, what the fuck is this? Well, you didn't say that when you had your mortgage and you were thumbing your nose up at me. See, these are the things that we want to talk about, all right? Some states waived it. Okay, listen, that's today. That's today. Tomorrow is going to be something different. Sometimes you guys got to understand they waived it. Guys, it's kind of like um, we walk into this trap all the time. Montana banned TikTok and everybody celebrated. Then Montana properly got sued by everybody. Like, <laughs> right. Now, Monta now Montana has to do what? See, there's always an effect to everything. What happened today, y'all need to celebrate. Tomorrow, the repercussions show up. Come on, man. They waived it today. Tomorrow is going to be back. It's going to be back there when y'all need to just forget. Come on, man. Come on. Stop thinking that just because they, oh, it, it, it tomorrow's going to be something different. Don't get complacent. They know they already got y'all going. All right, somebody. So we, we're just here to instruct you. I'm not here to debate you. I'm telling you how people work. You celebrate it today. Oh, they're not going to put it into effect. Tomorrow, they are. It, it does. It, that doesn't mean they can't do it forever. All right? So they know what they're doing. Eventually, they'll get it through. All right. Uh, Kaylin says, what's up, coach? After watching your breakdown of Beyonce's songs the other day, I think it's important that for people to recognize the difference between being an entertainer versus being a role model. I've read interviews from the weekend admitting to that music is a character. He says music can serve as moments for fun and joy, but not actually having to live in reality. It's a great bit of escapism music is. All right. But sometimes uh, music has been defined as um, things that actually define the period. It defined revolutions. And we that's where we have to be careful of because many of the people who are doing the music, they dumb as a motherfucking box of rocks. All right. They don't got no. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right. It is what it is. Somebody's asking, is it not BCMs today? That's all we've been dropping. What are we talking about? They just come in late to class, interrupting my class. All right, come on, man. Let me get a couple more super chats. Be real mahogany, coach. You can save the world from these Smurfs and game guys. You can't save these Smurfs and game guys from the world. Shout out to you. New, 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 new world order. All right. We got, uh, let me give a couple more here. We got Rooster Cogburn. 
35-year-old skeezers out here living with their mamas is the new norm. He says, just do the D'Lo Brown walk and your game can't fail. Your game can't fail. All right. I'm, I'm actually pretty um, interested to find out where guys measure the success of said game, the mythical game. They measure the success. And then I say measure the woman. Measure the woman. Is it quality or quantity? What are we chasing here? What are we chasing here? And are you defining yourself by skeezers? Oftentimes, you're defining yourself by skeezers, right? But it is what it is. Revival Fitness game guys have the have to feel like they did something special. It's ego. Absolutely. He says, when reality, the woman just accepted them based on looks, money, and or status. It is very much ego driven. You were driven. You will often find that the biggest egomaniacs, when they attach themselves to women, they, 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 they will lean on game or ism or they're going to really, and they're simply egomaniacs. All right. And the, the bottom line is they simply got to believe that there was something about them that made the woman do what they did. When in fact, that's not how it works. That, that's not even how the transaction works. Okay. It was not something of, that they did in particularly or said. Many women will actually say, that they already had chosen was who and what they would go and do something with before shit even hit the fan or shit even sparked off. They already knew who was getting new Punani when they walked in the door. <laughs> Jabari says, I got game, the game of life. Thank you, brother. I'm going to finish up with these three and we're going to get it going. Mass man says game and love are immeasurable terms. Fear and respect are a lot more measurable terms. He said men need to be more Def, definite vague terms are useless yep I, and men who get involved in this changing up the definition i think that's a feminine characteristic all right let's get one definition and let's talk about that but you will find that love doesn't even have one definition in fact love can be measured in various different ways other than the romantic love the eros or we call it the eros are we talking about eros are we talking about familial love what are we talking about then if we can dice it up like religion, religion has seven different people, seven different sects within each religion, all because they can't get on the same page. All right. We would want men to be doing things tangibly and get on the same page. All right. Peruvian heat. What's up, coach? If you're over 30 and have to decide to not have kids and no marriage, then there's no point in going into massive debt for a house. Interesting. Instead, travel the world and live new experiences Hit me with the airplane. This is interesting, by the way, because I am a single man in a house. Um, you will find that you will be out, stuck out like a sore thumb being a single male in a house, a suburban household, right? You stick out like a sore thumb in these communities. Midwest and the wives in this community either treat you like you're dangerous or the wives start coming up and being like, hello, <laughs> right? All right. And it's funny when the junior colleges run up and down in and out of the house, man, you know, the wives be looking like, damn. All right. Last one. Midwest's finest says, did you hear that? Mastodon Joe Joy Bear put down brothers on the view. They want to keep us in the Democratic fish fry so bad. All right. They must have said black men are voting Republican. All right. That's what I'm doing. Hold up for a second. I got somebody interfering with my audio. Somebody's hacked into the stream, perhaps a pickup artist. And if you already know, pickup artists have already been proven to be a scam. So um, 
you know, dressing it up and window dressing it, just changing definitions to not sound like a pickup artist is actually is actually um, it's actually comical to me. Because what you do is you dress it up as red pill now or dress it up as alpha or mindset or some crazy shit like that. And you just a pickup artist. You already been exposed to snake oil salesman's already. You already been exposed. All right. Anyway. All right. So watch out. We got straggle sniggle theater coming up. Let's hit it. Hey, ride with me. If you ride with me, you can slide with me. If you feel like 550 on the five sticky, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, so here we go. Uh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. What do we got first? We have the Night of the Living Basehead. Can anybody? This is the entertainment portion of the show. Again, I'm not going to do three and a half hours of motivation speeches, Ninja. I ain't got that much energy. So we're going to have some fun. Here it is right here. We have a uh, Night of the Living Basehead. What city is this? Man, you need to quit wilding. Man, baby, you need to stop this shit. You need to get your ass back on fair fight, wherever you come from, with that bullshit. That's for real, baby. Round this motherfucker. And you got a damn teddy bear. It's big. And these motherfuckers crazy, man. These motherfuckers crazy, man. This is, yeah. What you got to say? What happened? Huh? What you say? And what you say? Rock it to the cock. Here it is. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. But let's define the term called dope. Don't you think of me funky now? No, here is the true tale. All right, good Lord. Chuck D, get on the music. What in the world is going on, man? I wish I could play the Night of the Living Bass Head after this. Jesus, what city is this? They said Fairfax. This is America right here. And everybody's like, inflation will be okay. We'll recover. Ninjas is out here struggling. Right? Man, Peoples is out here struggling. Look at y'all folks out here. And all races are a part of it. Man, you need to quit. Hold on. Let me take the volume down. Every race is included. We got Ling Ling. Ling Ling showed up with her booty out. All right. That's she definitely a peanut. All right, we got a peanut and hit the scene. And then we got this ninja talking like he got his mouth full of crack rock. We got a woman driving with her husband, a monkey in the backseat. This has got to be a film. This has got to be a movie. And I'm sure she's selling Punani. All right, these are the ninjas saying they got game. All right, that's the Punani they're getting. Uh, what else do we have here? We got, damn, Debo. Debo on the block. This ninja swole up and he's on his beach cruiser. My lord, Debo showed up. And then what in the who is they? All right. What in the they them is going on here? This person looks like a Native American. The Indians are showing up. All right. So we got a Native American on the scene. Definitely lost some weight. All right. And uh, yeah, Straggle Rock. We got that going on. And then, oh, not, not damn. Methany is here. Crystal Methany showed up as well. All right, Crystal Methany on the scene. And she talking about she got that Riz in that game. And she the biggest lesbian in the game out here. She probably, oh my goodness, booty cheeks out. What city is this? This has got to be California. California love. That's definitely California. All right, I think that's Cali. I don't know, man. I can't really tell. I can't really tell. Let me see if they say it in the comment section. This is terrible. 
but it's definitely indicative of every major metropolis. Somebody says, got to be Chicago with that accent. Somebody said it was Chicago, Chicago. All right, let me see. That was the only suggestion. Wow. Yeah, we did. We living down bad. People saying Virginia, Fairfax, Virginia, because they said Fairfax, right? They did say Fairfax. Somebody said with the bell bottoms. Oh, man, this was terrible. So many of us that can identify exactly a place just like that that tells you that the nation is going to hell in a handbasket. Let's get to this podcast over here. A brother, we'll call him a sniggle. A sniggle gets on a podcast and turns it into Jerry Springer. Let's go ahead and take you to uh, how podcasts are going in this day and age. This is why I don't engage in debates right here because they're pointless and they turn into foddery. Let's get into it. You don't keep doing the shit. Let's, all right, all right, let's let the shit go. You know what I mean? If, you, if we had a conversation that we right. agreed on something, you can't, as the host, take it to another place. Now you being disrespectful, and now you're going to make me all right, all right, bro. I don't, that's I don't that's even want that. Okay. The shit been going okay. good. But now it's like, okay. you know okay. what I mean? Okay. You, no, okay. you, brought it, you brought it there, though. Right? Am all I right? right. Did he bring it there? No, you're right. You're right. right. All right, all right. I will forget about but you. But it is my show, though. It is my show. Man, but if you're going to be disrespectful to me, it's fuck your show to me. Man, all right, well, fuck, okay. Well, you know what no, I mean? All right, all right, all right, bro. We, we cut all that out, man. All that is, all is unnecessary, man. It's all unnecessary. Fuck it. It is what it is. We'll move on from the motherfucker. What do you mean it is what it is? What, it is what it is, nigga. Shit, it is what it is. All right, we'll do something else. We talk about something else. Nigga. What, we, what, what are we doing, though? Huh, what you saying? <laughs> huh? You didn't change the whole dynamics of this. So either I can leave this motherfucker and just, oh, you know what I mean? However you, you want to do it. Or we, can, or we can get it in however you want to get it. How about we reel it Because I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely with it. <laughs> you, you, right. you don't. Oh no, Jesus! Oh man, Sniggles. Oh, the humanity. Sniggles cracked me the hell. Uh, what's wrong with this Sniggle and the uh, per the yellow shirt here, the yellow hoodie? What is wrong with this Sniggle? Man, this is what these pickup artists and these game guys sound like to me. Because when you bust a definition up, they start clinging to it like women. What is this guy sniggling or talking about here? All right, he didn't change the whole dynamic of the show. He didn't got emotional. He calling out the other dude, Pierre, who's a funny comedian, who's getting into the podcast game because he admits he don't make that much money uh, as an actor in Hollywood. He makes people make more money on YouTube, except for me. I don't have a job. So... Then when challenged, the guy's pretty much shocked, Pierre's shocked. And the guy can't come off of it. He can't recover from his emotional behavior. And we've seen many men in this space act accordingly. That's why I can't associate with them. All right, when they get emotional, when they can't defend their point, when they can't talk accurately, then they want to bring me in, and then they want to fight. <laughs> All right, let's see it again. This is what grown men have turned to in America. Don't keep doing the shit. Let's, all right, all right, let's let the shit go. You know what I mean? If, you, if we had a conversation and we right. agreed on something, you can't, as the host, take it to another place. Now you being disrespectful, and now you're going to make me all right, all right, bro. I don't, I don't even want that. Okay. The shit been going okay. good. But now it's like, okay. Okay. you know okay. what I mean? Okay. You, no, okay. you, bring it, you brought it there, though. Right? Am I right? right. Did he bring it? Yeah, he wanted to, He says he, he, wanted, he, want, he was going to pull it out. He had the burner. He had the burner. So he definitely wanted a reason to pull the burner out on him and put it to the temple. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Right. I, I, I will forget. But, you know, but it is my show, though. I, all right. And so what Pierre did was try to say, it's all right. Let's agree to disagree. But where he made the mistake was with an emotional ninja is to say, but it is my show and pull rank. But in fact, that it is his show. But you have an emotional and ninja in front of you who has nothing more to prove than to actually try to whip your ass. All right. So that's the problem with what Pierre did is he tried to pull rank. 
but he didn't know who he was dealing with. Most men are in this emotional state. Yeah. My show. Hey, yeah, man, yeah, but if, if you're going to be disrespectful to me, it's fuck your show to me. Yeah, all right, well, fuck, okay. Well, you know what I mean? All right, all right, all right, bro. We, we cut all that out, man. All right, so there you go. We can cut all that out. Let's move on. But emotional ninjas can't do it. All that is all unnecessary, man. It's all unnecessary. Fuck it. It is what it is. We'll move on from the motherfucker. What do you mean go. it is what it is? It is what it is, nigga. Shit, it is what it is. All right, we'll do something else. We talk about something else. Nigga. What, we, what, what are we doing, though? <laughs> he didn't remove his glasses. So um, here we go. This is removing the glasses, right? And essentially, um, this is preparing for a physical confrontation, right? So this is what you do. Like women take their earrings out or take their heels off. Ninjas take their shirt or their glasses off or their hat. And then it's on and popping. What, what you mean? What, what you want to do, though? Look at him, man. Well, what you saying? <laughs> now, look, he said, wait, what you saying? So now this man knows that the threat is on because now he's taking off his armor. He's taking off his hat and his glasses, the things that could be damaged. And uh, what you saying? So he wants to know, is, is this going to be gunplay or fisticuffs? What are we doing here? And he got serious. Huh? You didn't change the whole dynamics of this. So either I can leave this motherfucker and just, you know what I mean? However you, you want to do it. You or, we can, or we can get it in however you want to get it. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. Jesus. Sniggles, man. Sniggles out here. What's going on, man? Sniggles, man. Let's get hold of our emotions. It's okay, man. It's okay. Y'all supposed to be rising up as a people. Y'all supposed to be taking care of yourself as a people. Now we threaten each other on podcasts. This is sad. All right, it's turning into the Jerry Springer, man. We need to go back to the good old days. Just sit behind your camera and talk your shit. All right, if you don't like it, don't watch it. All right, if you disagree, move your ass on. Listen, I'm right, you wrong. All right, so we got a woman here on the next one. We got a straggle on a treadmill, and I'm pointing her out right here. She's in the middle of these two men. I'm sorry, a woman and a man. This man is doing something. He's rizzing her or he's laughing at her. He's in the moment of sniggling at her right now. So something he's doing has triggered her. And I can't see what it is. We don't know. The camera didn't start there. But let's take a look at what happened immediately after that. Roll the film. All right. So she says something, steps on the trip up, and then boom, she's out of there. Women are super goofy. They super goofy like that. So take a look here. She's not happy about something. She says, I'm not happy. And then she's bumped <laughs> off the treadmill. As you can see here, she's storming off. She said something out the corner of her mouth at the side of her neck. And now take a look at what happened. Take a look at her. Take a look. She just fell. And what she's doing now is pointing at the guy. She's pointing at the guy. and She's playing damsel in distress. She's found this gentleman here. Simp Wolf Whistle, look at what this guy did. Now, let's take a look. Let's take a look at what the guy actually did. Again, remember, we're only going to see, and he's laughing and sniggling, so this is straggling and sniggle. All right, so women perhaps always known to be able to do the goofiest shit when you're emotional. This is why we always tell you, try to get control of your emotions. All right, and so I think he was rizzing her. He's joking her. Something happened, because as you see, as she steps off the treadmill, she says something to her. You can see her head and her hair go forward slightly. So she probably was like, you punk, you punk bitch, whatever you was. Leave me alone, you creep. All right. She probably says something like that on the sneak and the slide. And per usual, normally when women do this, they're normally going to storm off after they get in their last word. They're not going to let you get the last word. They're going to get the last word and storm off. But the problem was in her emotions, 
she steps on the moving part of his treadmill and falls. Take a look. We'll roll it a couple of times. She says something, but of course, she's super goofy. Only she can pull it off. And there it is right there. She says something, steps on. Why would you? Wow. I tell you, man. I tell you, sometimes ladies get control of your emotions, too. We teach men to get control of their emotions. Women, you too. And why in the world are you blaming him? This is completely your fault. Uh, you almost broke your ankle. <laughs> Let's pause it right here. So she right there, she gets her last word in. And um, ma'am, what are you step? Why would you think to step right there? Everybody knows. Why wouldn't you step backwards? Well, you were too busy trying to get your word in on the woman, on the gentleman there. And there's a broken ankle right there. Perhaps a sprain, LCL and ACL, potentially a medial collateral. All right, here we go right here. And here we go right here. There we go right there. She's on her ass real fast. Bang. All right. And then, of course, it's his fault. Hold on. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's, it's his fault. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. You fell on your own. Now, if you were going to go tattletale, that's something different. We don't know what the gentleman said to you, but, <laughs> oh, my Lord. Kind of goofy. All right. We have a pog. We have a pog straggle. Now, the... The video here is a little bit blown up, just like kind of her face. But this pog is going to say something interesting about the Super Bowl champions from a couple of years ago and what she did. She's going to claim, like delusional game guys, she's going to claim she's responsible for a Super Bowl championship. Okay, this is the delusions of grandeur. This is the religion of delusion. Game guys, I know you think, you're you got it going on, you rizzers, but this is what you sound like to me. This is what you sound like to me. Let's go ahead and play the film. What is the craziest thing that you've ever done on camera? The craziest thing I've ever done on camera is definitely like the locker room scene in Tampa with like several of the players, the Buccaneers players. Yeah, so it was on camera, just their faces weren't in it. But I have like several scenes like in that locker room with different people. And then there's like a couple of scenes as well. So that's definitely the craziest, I think. So you, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer players in their locker room mm -hmm. and filmed them. Mm -hmm. And do you have this video still? Yeah, I have the videos. I use them for my content because the faces aren't in it. Like you can kind of tell like from tattoos, like who is who, but I don't say their name. Like when I send out the content, somebody like asked me for the content. I don't say the person's name in it for like legal purposes, but I put initials with it. So you can like figure out who is who. So out of all the players on the Buccaneer team, who had the best? The quarterback. Interesting. Okay. Like the main quarterback. Mm -hmm. And this was right before they won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You're asking me questions. You're almost like, getting me to like admit names. So Sneaky. do you think he had the the best because he's like older and been in the game for a while. He just had to, maybe because I was like more attracted to him too. Because he was like the main one. So maybe because I was more attracted to him, but I mean, they all have, they are, you know, they're athletes. So did you travel to Tampa for this? Did they cover your life? This damn music is killing me. Mm -hmm. Well, I had originally was just like chilling with one, but then. I started, I don't know, they call it a pass around. Like when one's just in town and like available and ready, you they like spread the words to each other and then 
just ends up being like half the team. Yes. I'm telling you, I helped them win the Super Bowl. They would have had, they wouldn't have played that good game for me. All right. So sorry about the music. Sorry about the music. So she said, um, she says, um, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl if it wasn't for me. Now, I'm inclined to believe this is a pornography scene, right? I'm inclined to believe that this is just um, a pornography scene and they're not naming names. It might be an intro to a prom film. I have no idea. All right. I have no idea. We've seen intros, something like this. However, she sounds like pickup artists. Everything she's saying, bro. Everything she's saying, I can run it back and fill in the blanks. And it will be sounding like game ninjas real quick. Hold on for a second. Let me let me see if I can pull this shit off. All right. First of all, she lying, right? Okay. If we know she lying, so is game ninjas. Hold on for a second. Capping. Somebody said, that's what I said. That's exactly what game. Y'all laughing at her. This is exact. Oh, yeah. This is definitely uh, some prawn shit. This is a prompt shit. But she sound exactly how game ninja sound. Hold on for a second. Let me go ahead and pull it up. I'm going to see if I can get to cut the audio out. Cut the damn audio out. It's on TikTok here. The fan van. Yeah, this is some prime. All right, the fan van. Let me see if I can. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can cut the audio out. Here's the audio here. I'm going to cut it out. Now, we're going to review it. Let's review it. Let's review it. What is the craziest thing you ever done on camera? Man, Ninja. All right, so we're going to do a game, Ninjas. We're going to answer it just like her. Oh, man, Ninja. One time I was at a party, and it was mad hoes there. And all of them dropped to their knees and sucked on me, and I came up with my wrist. All right, so that's basically what happened. All right, that's what happened, man. And you wasn't there, man. And I swear to God, just just fill in the blank. <laughs> fill in the blank. I was there with several hoes. He says right there, several of the players. I was there, and it was mad hoes there. And I was there, and I walked in, Sean, and they walked in, and I started rising and picking up and putting down my game and my macking and everything. All the bitches knew I was the man. All right. That's basically what she said. All right. And it was mad cheerleaders and strippers. All right. And I got it on camera. I got it on camera, too. But uh, where is it? Yeah, man. You know, I just said, you know, you ain't going to show you. You know, I don't. <laughs> All right. It was a couple of threesome scenes as well, man. I had a threesome of orgy. Yep. So that's what she said. The craziest thing, I think. All right. So she talking about. So you did this, son. You, you had all these girls at the party. Yeah, man, I did. Yep. In the locker room. I effed all the chief and I filmed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. She said, mm-hmm. 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 Look at her shaking her head. Yep. You did, Sean. Mm-hmm. I had a hundred bitches. Mm. <laughs> That's how they sound. Still. Yep. You still got it. Yep. I got it on film. I got it on film. Oh, man. I forgot my phone, though. My phone. I downloaded it on the computer. I downloaded it on the computer, though. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I have it. I, I used it. I still got it. Yep. I, I would use it as some content. But I don't want to identify the bitches. You know, they face was covered and all that. But you can actually know. Uh-huh. I had them, man. Yep. I, I had all the bitches. Yep. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't want to say their name. I don't want to tell you who they are. But, you know, they pass arounds. All right. Give me her name. Nah, man, son. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Here is that. Who had the best Who had the best salami? Oh, the finest bitch. All right. Not Tom Brady. Tom Brady? Nah, nah, man. Don't mention her name, man. But she a well-known celebrity, Sweetie. I mean, it ain't Sweetie. It ain't Ari. It ain't Ari. It ain't all of them, man. I can't tell you who it is. It's the baddest Instagram models out there. I had them. I had her. And I got her on tape. Mm. <laughs> all right. 
That was right before she was uh, famous, too. I had her before she was famous, Sean. I had her toes up back right there. Uh, I don't want to admit names. I can't tell you, though. But, yeah, she had the best punani. She was she was out there, the youngest slimy models, top-notch bras, top-notch hoes. I was having them curling toes. Word them up. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. And then I came in. They flew me in, too. They paid for my drinks at parties. All the celebrity men, I was at, they was asking me for numbers. You missed it, Ninja. And that was back when I used to do this. I'm retired now. I don't go out like that, man. <laughs> All right, so as funny as she sounds, as goofy as she sounds saying this shit, yo, it, it doesn't sound any different than what P Mac dudes are saying. P U hate dude. Yep, man. And then don't let me don't let them get caught out in the infield. All right, last piece of straggling sniggle, and we're gonna get to the super chats and the rest of the show. Thanks for laughing. Hit the like button. We aim to entertain. We're gonna go to the black church somewhere in the down in the deltas of Mississippi. All right, there's a church. That is going to vote their pastor out. Oh, no, man. What are we doing out here? The black church is falling apart. I wonder what he did. Here we go. Attention, Tim Max. Uh -oh. This is your notice of immediate termination from your position as pastor of Union Grove Baptist Church. Your tenure at the church is called desertion and strife among the members, in addition to numerous documented accounts of internal infliction of the emotional distress of targeted members. This sounds like game guys. The game guys turn pastors. As you guys know, uh, game guys go a certain different way. They create a church. All right. They start transitioning into politics. They run for governor or senator or mayor. They run for their town city council. They go off the deep end. They go to jail. All right. Eventually, this is the Casanova here. And so this game guy, this former primp, pimp called Slickback, turned into a preacher. And now he's been using the church as his latest scam because he can no longer sell pimping as a uh, as a uh, <laughs> as a snake oil. So now he's pimping the church. But the church tired of the pimping. All right. Let's continue. That would rally against your unscrupulous behavior as pastor of this church. Furthermore. Your directed attacks at Mother Biggs constitute as no less than elder abuse and as well as slander against an upright individual that has been a member of the church for the majority of her life. Your repeated attacks and unfounded statements against this elderly woman amounts to no more than petty, childish retaliation at an elder who wants to see the best for her church. Where the pastor at? I want to see the pastor. Negligence in the in the positions that you hold, as well as undocumented credentials for the position that you hold. Oh, they found this credential. So they went back and said, you ain't got these degrees. You ain't got these credentials. You a liar. You are a scammer. When I get to Casanova, the people that say, oh, I, I want to be Casanova, I want to be. We're going to get to that because Casanova was a scammer as well. All right. He was a tender swindler. All right. So uh, this is no different. Church pastors then turn to church pastors from game guys and pick up artists and pimps because this is the latest scam. It's just the latest scam. By the way, the size of this church is despicable. I mean, how many people can get into this church? 50? All right, let's continue. Provide all evidence necessary to have you removed from the position as pastor of this church. You are not qualified, nor have you or do you act becoming of your position. 
I'm you are not a preacher. You are not a pastor. You are a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is this is game, guys, to the T. All right, let's continue. You have brought national attention to the mockery of your pastoral leadership and have embarrassed the legacy of Union Grove Baptist Church. As of today, you are no longer the pastor of Union Grove Baptist Church. At the receipt of this letter of termination, you are hereby ordered to remove your belongings from Union Grove Baptist Church. Damn. And never return under penalty of law and the threat of a protective order. Wow, my lord, they kicked his ass out. Casanova say goodbye. Casanova gotta go find a new scam. Deacon clap cheeks, relax, sir. Relax, Deacon Clap Cheeks. Uh, I want to see the pastor. Did they show the pastor on this one? Let's see him paying. Hi. Hi. Where the where the pastor? All right, I think this is the pastor right here. Let me go ahead and see if I can uh, zoom in a little bit. I have uh, an idea who the pastor is. Let's say this guy right here is the pastor. All right, the dude with the pimp clothes on. He might be the pastor. I don't know. We might have to take a vote on this. Let's take a look. He looks like the pastor. He got his head. He, he got <laughs> I think him the pastor right here. MC Hammer. MC Hammer Daddy. MC Hammer Daddy, is that you? Yeah, that's him. Pastor Porkchop. I think that's him. And that's you. Because nobody else dressed like that. He dressed like an old game Mac pickup artist guy all in the church right here. This guy right here. I think that's the pastor. All right. He mad as hell. <laughs> you got to find a new scam, son. All right. That's in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Shout out to Clarksdale, Mississippi. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, Clarksdale, Mississippi representing here on this show. All right, is that close to Tupelo? Anybody know? All right, I want to go ahead and pay them a visit and maybe I can run their church. <laughs> Pastor Pork Chop got booted. All right, what are we doing here? We got some cash apps and then we're gonna continue with the show here. Let's see. What do we got here? Shout out to the dark side. Winner in the building, junior college over game any day. Hit him with that, Uncle Earl. I got money. All right. The biggest thing, well, now that you bring that up, the biggest affront to them is going to be men who um, jump ahead of them in line with the money. All right. They hate that. Max and game guys hate that shit. Nah, that ain't how you do it, John. All right. Shout out to, uh, we'll call you Oliver says, hey, coach, I'm sending my gratitude. Thank you, Oliver. We want to maintain a little bit of focus and discipline out here. And we have to understand and respect the honor and honor sexual transmutation. Okay, these are some things that people do live out, leave out in the recipe here. But we're going to use definitions. Hey, give me some more definitions. Where are my definitions at? I even took down the PayPal. You know what? I took down the PayPal so you guys can get a hint. Put up the definitions of what game is. All right, hold on for a second. Let's go ahead and take it down. This is y'all chance. All right. And uh, don't be shy. Put up the PayPal. Hold on for a second. I can't type and talk at the same time. But you notice, you notice I ain't got no definitions since I called ninjas out earlier on in the show. All right, where are my definitions at? Where are we at here? What do we got? Game involves manipulation. Okay, yo, well, no, no, yes, I got it. I got it. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Ninjas don't want to talk all of a sudden. Cat got you. <laughs> 
but they're going to talk about it. They're going to make a video about me later on. They're going to make a video about me. He don't know. He don't got the mouthpiece. We're going to show that shit again because you ain't got the mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah. Where the shuffler's at? Crickets. They crickets, man. And you know they're watching me. That's what's sad about it. Because they know, man, I'm going to call they ass out. Please put, please put your definition. I invite you. Put your definition of what it is in the damn chat. All right. Shout out to uh, <laughs> raising the thoughts interest level with good communication equals game. Yeah, indeed. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan says this is for the Beyonce stream. Man, that was a classic, especially the soldier lyrics. <laughs> he said, coach, you're the best. If you missed it, I did Beyonce lyrics and broke them down and how stupid they are. I mean, not not stupid, meaning that they're good for entertainment, but a lot of women attach their mentality to Beyonce's lyrics. But when you read them, the shit's bipolar. Their lyrics are bipolar. It sends the wrong message. It's absolutely devastating. All right. And that stream is available. It didn't get a lot of views, but I don't, I don't mind. I, it's a weird show. It's a weird show. Where are we at here? TW says, how do you handle neighbors' wives that keep trying to get my attention? And he says, she keeps waving at me, and the husband, the Indian guy, seems broken. I ignore her, but will this continue until she consumes him? Uh, yes, you know, because typically you, what you want to do, the only thing you want to do is you want to be respectful of men's wives. I don't give you points for sleeping with other men's wives. In fact, when we get to Casanova, we're going to talk about that. A despicable character he was. All right, but young men don't remember. They, it's like romance for women. Young men don't see this side of the story. I'm going to reveal it to you. In fact, um, you know, I do. I'm cordial. You say hi. You wave back. You make sure the man is in the presence, and you just acknowledge the man. The woman says hi, and then you acknowledge him and her. The other thing is do not talk to her in private. Uh, many times I try to keep communications between me and wives. When we're out in public, keep it, keep it quick. Keep it move on. Keep it wave. Keep it. Now, if she stops you, try to walk her towards back to your, your residence and disassemble. Oh, I got to go get something. I got a meeting. I got a phone call. Uh, good to talk to you, though. All right. Make sure you make sure you establish that, because here's the reason why you innocently, innocently, it, men are innocently dragged into women's boredom in their relationships. OK, so what will happen is they're bored, their feet or put to sleep, they're trying to get jealousy. And this doesn't just happen with wives. This can happen in the, in the, at a restaurant. They're trying to get jealousy out of their men. They're playing games, you know, games with their men. And then they'll bring you in it. They'll drag you in it. Now, if you're a dude that doesn't have discipline and you think running game is just uh, any, any opportunity is ring it, you're going to get in the middle of it. This could cost you your life. This could cost you a fight. This cost you your freedom. Or it could cost the man, especially if it's a neighbor, to want to do something to you. They could poison your dog. They could uh, flatten your tires. I mean, they could run up in your house with the AK. You never know what a jealous man will do. So make sure you always, always integrate the man into a conversation. Don't just pull the girl over. Hey, what's up? man? Now, neighbors, neighbors, female neighbors, make sure you are not, while the husband is at work, you're not talking to the wife separate from the husband out in the open in the cul-de-sac next to her house, next to your house. You're not walking the dog around the neighborhood together. Do not do this. You know why? It only takes one 
person that is in your neighborhood to see that and jump to a conclusion. Now, you might not think you're doing anything. Come on, man, you tripping. This is neighborhood shit. And in fact, the Ten Commandments address this shit. The Ten Commandments address this shit. This is a blue chip. One of the Ten Commandments talk about this. But the confusion of a nosy neighbor can spark off some bullshit. Because they're going to be like, what is they doing? Hmm, that's the second time I done seen them. I didn't see them walking their dogs or they happen to walk their dogs at the same time. And the husband happens to not be there. And now they done sparked off some shit that you wasn't doing. You were innocent in the entire thing. And the husband might have already had some reservations or jealousies about you or the way you live. Or this is what this is what's difficult about single men that live in suburban communities and cul-de-sacs in gated communities. You're kind of going to stick out like a sore thumb and you're a threat. You're a threat. All right. So they're going to see you as a threat. Wives will see you as a threat to their husbands, because if your husband start wanting to hang out with you, the wives going to be like, don't, don't hang out with that ninja. Mm. So be careful. You don't want to get caught up in an innocent misunderstanding like that in your neighborhood. Everybody's off limits. This is what game guys. I hope game guys are telling you this because game ain't important. This is why I tell you now. Y'all got to be really, because y'all ninjas will run games on bitches in your apartment complex, which I think is absolutely dumb. It's stupid. Even women know that that's a foul. <laughs> All right. Even though, even women know that that's not a good predicament. But game guys seem to have no limits. Seem to. That's a judgment general. But no, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that, ninja. You don't run game in your apartment building. You don't run game out here with wives. You don't take other man's wives. You don't take other man's girlfriends with the guy um, uh, in her presence. And we've showed you on my private stream, game guys promoting that. And that type of shit gets you in trouble. I'm going to steal her. I'm going to steal his girl. Guys, I showed you this. I showed you two prominent game figures in the infield bragging about that. When previously they had been shot down by every bitch that didn't have a man next to him. I'm like, wait a minute. What about these girls over here? They ain't got no man in their presence. You guys shot the fuck down. Now you out here saying you're going to take his girl? How? 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 <laughs> you can't even take the girl with no man present. See, this is the stuff that we're talking about here. This is where the game gets cloudy. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, you need men that are out here, elders, to teach these young men. When we get to Casanova, you're going to see it, man. You're going to see it. Matter of fact, let's stop teasing you. Let's get into the home ownership. Somebody said, that's common sense. Again, it common sense is not that common, right? Stealth, it's common sense. Com he said, that's common sense, man. It should be common sense. But we have people teaching otherwise. In fact, there are some... um what you call quote unquote dating coaches that have bragged openly about taking another man's girl and sleeping with other men's wives. I'm not here to um, uh, expose them. I think it's atrocious teaching. It's absolutely atrocious. I'm telling you as a man and that as a man that has been married, you do not know what a married man would do even over his fat, ugly wife. Okay, even his fat, ugly wife, that ninja will destroy.
you. Hellbent destruction. I'm not talking about just violating you physically. He will turn his attentions onto you and find every way to destroy you. Okay? Not just taking your life. This ninja will destroy you. He will mail you letters. We'll cut out letters from the newspaper. Please. Okay, a man's wife is very much a big deal. This is why I think men, women cheating is actually crazy. I think it's crazy. But uh, ninja, please do not do that. All right, anyway. Okay, we got a, we got a definition of game. Uh, maximizing interpersonal skills to form durable connections while establishing influence over a subject by maintaining a heightened allure to ourselves. Hmm. Okay, mental, interpersonal skills. Thank you, man. That's definitely a scientific uh, definition. Um, this definitely doesn't qualify as to what the greater group of people would define it as because if i hold that definition and then i say or let's see if i buck that definition then if you bring in women in that I, I don't see women in there i don't see women in there otherwise you're saying uh durable connections that goes against game theory because you're supposed to have multiple right you're supposed to have a hundred based on many hundreds many all right multiple all right there's no durable connection durable connection would be Opposite of what game guys preach. <laughs> All right. All right. So anyway, but thank you for that. Thank you for that. It, it was a great try. It was a great try. It was a great definition. All right. Um, somebody said. What that mean? <laughs> he said, I got God. I got God on that one. Just using big words. No, because mouthpiece ain't in there. Where the mouthpiece at? Where the mouthpiece at? Where's the multiple women at? That's not game. That's not what people are teaching young men, right? That's not what men are teaching young men that they're going to get. They're not, that's not what they're teaching them. They're teaching them. They're going to get Punani, <laughs> right? You're going to get Punani and massive. The bitches, you're going to have them under your control. You're going to be able to say, you're going to finesse them. You're going to Jedi mind trick them. That wasn't in there. Where the mouthpiece at? That wasn't in there. All right. Uh, anyway, I appreciate that one. I appreciate that one. We got uh, Rock says, having game won't get you girls, but it will make you comfortable talking to them. Mm. Now, let's establish that. <laughs> let's get to it. Are we ready for the main event? Let's jump to that shit. Let's jump to it. Because <laughs> what we're also, what we're also finding out so he says, so social skills, what we're also finding out is that many times what men brag about, they often get nothing back other than the validation and ego field of talking to said woman. <laughs> right. So which is funny because a guy will talk to a woman. You might see him and he might say, hey, I got game. And then you might say, show me. And then he'll have a conversation with a woman that the woman will probably say, hmm, interesting. Right. As opposed to you you would have got shot down right on the spot. You wouldn't have been able to extend that conversation. At that point, you're going to say that guy has game, which I can understand. It was definitely something to see for him, somebody to extend the conversation on, to overcome objections, to be able to get her to be like, oh, that's an interesting proposition. He might even get the number. But guess what? 
at that point, nothing else happened, which is the question. <laughs> the question is, what did he get out of it? And what did you get out of it? The both results is a fat zero. <laughs> right? Both of y'all got zero out of it. No Punani. You might as well. You actually wasted oxygen. You got her to believe, oh, well, this is interesting. And at the end, he lied to her. She was interested in the lie. She get you overcame obvious objections, which is a social skill. Has nothing to do with game. It's a social skill. But if we're just saying it's social skills, now we're bringing in a whole different conversation, which I tell you, they'll change the definition and move the goalpost at will. All right, they'll move the goalposts over here. It's about the mouthpiece. No, it ain't. It's about the game. It's about the business and the laws and the contracts and negotiation and social skills and better versions of yourself. Okay, I have all that. All right, but you don't have a mouthpiece, right? Mm. These things just jump all over the board. And it's no different than the religion of delusion of love. I'm going to share a story. I'm going to share a story with you of a man called Casanova. We're going to jump ahead a little bit to the main event, and then you can stick around. We got 2,000 people roughly watching us, a lot of haters. But here's the thing. We're going to tell you about Casanova. Um, um, and I've told you about the pimp culture, how it's basically displaced and caused a bunch of chaos in the black community and such and such so forth. A lot of men have become reformed pimps with nothing left to their name. And they've continued this scam and they've actually showed men, men, movies and books, books that entice young men to pursue a lifestyle that is not sustainable. Thus, it actually makes you look despicable when you're an older man trying to live it. As a matter of fact, I do have a video up as a video up because this is a young man's game. We get it. This is something to do when you have nothing to your name. So this guy right here is just the reformed pimp. All right. He might be even the pastor. He might be somebody that was actually out there in these streets with a mouthful of gold teeth and whatnot. And he's still dressing like he's back in the Mac days. All right. Return to the Mac. Now he's an older man. He's playing, trying to, he can't play the young man's game anymore. So he's got to dedicate the religion of delusion back to the Lord. Many former pimps become pastors. Many former pimps become pastors. Why? Because both are almost intertwined. The scamming of young men as the Casanova turns into the scamming of the congregation called the Church of Christ or God. Both of them are similar, similar to the love pandering and pimping, similar to love. Define love. Ah, you'll get 50 definitions. If you say, I don't understand any of those definitions, they'll say, because you don't have love. No one's never loved you. Similar to game. Well, I don't understand. I don't think that works. That doesn't make sense. When you challenge them, they say, because you don't have the mouthpiece, because you don't have it. It's often this, well, what is it? Well, that's not real. They cling to it. And then they accuse you of not believing. They accuse you of not understanding their relationship with their personal Lord and Savior. They accuse you of never being loved. They accuse you of not having the ability to, to, to do it, but can't prove exactly what it is. You see, this is what we want young men to understand because we don't want to teach you fantasy. We want to teach you reality. And we also want to teach you that the man you look up to often do transition into another life. They either mature, become church pimps, hustlers, and they don't continue the lifestyle. Even your boy Iceberg Slim got married, got married, and that woman changed his life by allowing him to be a publicator 
publisher of writings. Without that woman, he wouldn't have been Iceberg Slim. Okay? Without his wife, he would not have been the pimp called Iceberg Slim. He would have just been a myth or an urban legend. He would have just been essentially feel more slim. But because of his wife, because of his wife, he's able to be the memorable Iceberg Slim. All right, so let's get to Casa Nova and tell you who he was. Because a lot of people will say that. Oh, I want to be like him. Well, let's talk about him and who he was. And it's not going to sound any different than the men pushing this mythology of womanizing game and all of this shit. All right. Here he is. He was a real person. Today, Casanova is best known as one of the most famous lovers in history. But the Phoenician was more than a womanizer. He was a scam artist, a scowlof, a scowlof. I don't even know what that is. An alchemist, a spy, and a church cleric. He wrote satire, fought duels, and escaped from prison more than once. The teacher is here. All right. Born in Venice in 17, uh, 1725, Casanova was a sharp child, so sharp, in fact, that he entered the University of Padua at the age of 12. After graduating, he took up some vices, some of the vices that will make him a name uh, Europe-wide. Gambling for one, women for the other. All right, so vices, vices. Women are vices. We have to understand that that is what it is. Women can cost you a shit ton. Now, bragging openly about getting them is actually bragging and admitting that you have a vice. It's okay, though. Now, when you change the definition of this shit to say, well, no, it's about the best version of yourself. Now you're selling me bullshit and we ain't going to have it. We know that this is centered around vice of women, period, point blank. And the only reason you're doing these things is to get into the art of manipulation and the art of seduction of women who women are the vice. It says right here, whether it was his, uh, with his wit, his charm, or style, all right? When you get into clothing, now style comes in. Or maybe just his hair, which he powdered, scented, and curled. They loved him. But it said that he really found his passion for them, too, when he had an affair. Uh-oh. He had an affair, not just with a 16-year-old girl, but with her 14-year-old sister at the same time. Now, listen. The ninja had a pimp perm back in the 1700s. Now, 16-year-old girl, 14-year-old sister. Let's put this into context. Let's put this into context. <laughs> now, I'm just going to assume the ninja was uh, the similar age. We're just going to assume that the woman was, I'm not going to put that he was a metaphile because you did see that his, this is his early life, his early life, 12, he, he's in the university, doesn't mean the same as university system here, but we'll continue. He was smart, witty. He used dress. He used all of these things to impress. He had two vices, gambling and women, and, and he took to having an affair with the 16-year-old girl and a 14-year-old sister. And it gets even worse than this. Now, I'm going to say he was of similar age, which then tells you that the Casanova is a teenager. Same as Romeo and Juliet. Same as these other stories that we use as mythology and religion 
Most of these people are teenagers. The Virgin Mary, if you will. Teenager. Romeo and Juliet, 13. Casanova, under 18. Because if he's having relations with a 16 and a 14-year-old, these are young people. But here we got 25, 30, 35-year-old ninjas trying to be Casanova. This puts it in perspective, right? Let's put this shit in perspective. And her daughter, listen to this. He not only had an affair with the 16-year-old girl, but her 14-year-old sister at the same time. If that wasn't bad enough, years later, Casanova wound up in bed with one of the two sisters again and her daughter, who was also his. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what's going on. His daughter was his. He's in bed with the sister and the daughter. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Who is this ninja? Huh? But y'all ninjas want to be this. See, this is why I tell y'all. Y'all need to stop following the pimps and this ism and this shit, this Casanova. Listen to this. This story is crooked. Story is crooked. <laughs> we can't be him. We can't teach this because now you don't got no rules. But now y'all want to box it up nice and neat when you want to come over to me with the definitions. We're not going to let you do that over here. You're not going to move the co-post. All right. At the time, Casanova was a church cleric. It didn't last long. His gambling debts landed him in prison. Mm. This is the ninja y'all want to be. He in prison, gambling debts, in bed with two teenagers, and then later on in bed with teenager and his daughter, the woman and the daughter. What are we doing? And after a couple of other false starts in the church, he had to start over his new career as a soldier. All right, let's get forward. Let's get forward. He went into, uh, he says uh, he, he, found, he found military life boring and owning yet, and owning, and owning, owing, owing, boring and owing, yet still more money from gambling. Casanova quit the military. Oh, now 21 years old. Now he's 21. <laughs> All right, good Lord. He went to the military in bed with two teenagers, one with his daughter. Now he went to the military. He quit. He gambling. In prison, now 21. Casanova became a violinist. Then he, there, he caught the eye of a senator being in the right place in the right time. This is what game is. Right place, right time. Saving his life certainly helped. And he invited Casanova into his house, and he became a patron of, of Casanova. So now this is going to be a part of his game. But Casanova ran into trouble again. He fled Venice, escaped to Parma, fell in love, and had his heart broken. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now he didn't fell in love. I thought he was Casanova. Of course, now he has the heartbreak. Now he has the heartbreak. He went on a grand tour and seduced dozens of women, so he what? He started saying, fuck these bitches. I'm going to just go in, pump and dump. He became a Freemason. Wrote a play and finally in 1753 returned to Venice. And then things were just getting started. Uh-oh. News of Casanova's escapes or escapades, his tawdry affairs with everyone from married women to nuns to virgins. Mm. What? News of Casanova's escapades, his tawdry affairs with everyone from married women to nuns to virgins. This ninja had no discipline. Y'all supposed to be following this guy. 
<laughs> his gambling, his association with Freemasonry had caught up with him at 30, age 30. Casanova was arrested by the Venice Tribunal, primarily, the tribunal said, for his public outrages against the holy religion. All right, so he's a pookie. All right, he was in prison in the Leeds and sentenced to remain there for five years. <laughs> this is, and yeah, this had nothing to do. He ain't nowhere near no pimp. This ninja is reckless. They threw him in jail. Now he on my, he tried to escape jail, but they moved him. Let me go down further. Let's go down further. Okay. Let's go down further. Um, he got, he befriended a, a jailer. He escaped. Okay. He escaped. Let's go down further. Take a look here. Let's go ahead and make this bigger, bigger so you can see. He said they were jealous. Casanova's many scams. Scams. All right. So now he got to keep the scams up. He's a scammer. All right. And the women love it. All right. It says right here as much as much of uh, a close call was his imprisonment. Casanova didn't take it as a sign that he should give up the game <laughs> right there and retire to something a little more stayed. I think that says right there. But check that out. He didn't want to give up the game. Says it right there, Ninja. Casanova didn't take it as a sign that he should give up the what? Game. Mm. What? Couldn't give it up. Could not give up the game. All right? The Ninja got to keep the game going. All the way to 50s and 60s. All right, hold on for a second. Let me go down here. He said that he fled to Paris. All right, let me get down here. I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down right here. One of his missions was to sell state bonds in Amsterdam. He became a wealthy man and then lost his wealth, particularly by spending it on his many lovers. Bruh. Hold up. Say that again. This who y'all want to be. This the game. He the tricking. I thought he was the pimping. He the tricking. Let's repeat. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's go back. One once he got on this mission, one of his missions was to sell state bonds in Amsterdam. He became when he focused, he became a wealthy man. Then lost all of his wealth, particularly. By spending it on his many lovers. This is who we put up and praise and we need to chase ass. But as soon as the, <laughs> the ninja, the pimping turned into the simping. Between his debts and his many enemies, he found himself on the I am. I think the lamb, the lamb again. Shout out to the lamb. He found himself on the lamb. So the ninja got to run again. Wait. <laughs> Now he got to go again because he then got chased out of town, put in jail, running scams. He got rich. He's he start the tricking. He's gambling. He's paying these hoes off. He's on the lamb. Now he got to run again. And that guess what? He got enemies. See, when I told you earlier about messing with men's wives, you're going to create enemies. When you're out here running around, you're going to create enemies. What else? 
And by 1760, let's go back with how old is he by this time? 45, I believe, would be his age. Let me see here. Where is his age at? Yeah, he, he's 45 years old. Okay, now he's a real man. Let's see what ended up. In 1760, completely penniless. <laughs> at age 45, we all been there. By age 45, completely penniless, Casanova's schemes became wilder and wilder. He made up a new personality for himself. He was now the Chevalier de Chongault. I don't even know how to pronounce that. He went back to Paris and convinced a noblewoman. Now he's scamming a noblewoman. He could make her a young man using occult means. If she paid him enough, he traveled to England and scammed his way into an audience with King George III. He met with Catherine the Great trying to sell her the idea for a Russian lottery scheme. He dueled a colonel in Warsaw over, over an Italian actress. This ninja's a menace. He's a menace. <laughs> okay. In 1774, after 18 years of exile. So they jumped ahead. After 18 years of exile, Casanova won the right to return to Venice. Just nine years later, he wrote a uh, vicious satire of Venetian nobility that got him expelled once more. Okay. Got him expelled once more. Okay, in his later years, Casanova slowed down slightly. He became the librarian to Count Joseph Carl von Walderstein in Bohemia, a position Casanova found so lonely and boring, he considered self-deletion. They considered self-deletion. This is going into his 50s and 60s. He resisted the temptation, but only in order to record his memoirs. Venice was seized by Napoleon Bonaparte by 1797. Casanova died the following year. He was 73 years old. <laughs> oh, no, man. Yikes. All the humanity. All for some what? That little teenage love. T -t 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 teenage love, right? He got his first real job, and the ninja was like, My goodness, <laughs> it's bad. But, guys, these are the things, the stories that people just pull out. He was this, he was that, he was great with women and all of that shit. But as you can see, his life turned out absolutely insane. And I'm sure there was some reading rainbow shit in there too that they did not include in this story. But you got self-deletion, imprisonment, ran out, scamming, right? Dueling, going broke, getting wealthy, going broke, all right? Trying to convince a woman that she can make a young man out of what? Witchcraft. He wrote a play, exiled again, broke, death. <laughs> this is y'all hero. Who king is it? This your king? This your king? See, we got to get it straight, man. I get it. When you're young, it makes sense. It makes sense. But as you get older, 
these things come back to haunt you. You cannot no longer define yourself as these things because you're going to look foolish. You're going to look absolutely foolish as this, as this guy here tried to tell me right here. All right. Try to tell me right here. Look, dear coach, I learned about game four years ago. After having more than 100 women, I assure you that it works. There it is. The religion of delusion. My ninja's over here. Old as, old as a dinosaur. This is Casanova. This is what Casanova looked like when he deleted himself. <laughs> You know what I mean? This this risen thing is something for the young. When you get older, you should be able to get your wherewithals to understand what this is about. Now, if you try to make this not about women, you're moving the goalposts and it is foolish of you. I will make a fool of you by doing this. Okay. Don't bring it into the business world. It ain't the same. All right. That's like saying love works. Um, other in the aspect of other, like a woman says, well, love is love. It doesn't have anything to do, to do, to do with men. Bullshit. Uh, love is in business too. No, 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 no. That's not how it's sold. These things long-term are not good strategies for you. But when you're young, I get it. When you're young, I get it. Let's take you to this guy named Devin Haney. Devin Haney, let's talk about what's real out here. Let's talk about what's real, the real repercussions, the real consequences, all right, of dealing with these vices and getting your head on straight as early as possible. Devin Haney, I believe he's a boxer. Let's get to it. Like you felt like you were farther off than you should have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely been times where, you know, you, you start making uh, a lot of money, start getting like, you know, fame and stuff like that to where, you know, you... You get sidetracked, but you got to have a good team or just, you know, that self-control to, to know when you're, get, we're get, you're getting too far this way and to come back, get back on the right path. So it's whether, whether it's your team or it's yourself, but you got to have one or the other. Cause like I said, we're, when you're human, all the, everything comes fast. The, the money, the women, the fame, yeah. all that comes so fast, but um, so you will get sidetracked, but women are distractions, man. Oh man. That's like this. Man, that's one of the craziest things. Women, How much energy goes into that? Women are like, like kryptonite to some of the people. Like, yeah. some so this is what I accuse of game guys. They're, they're game guys kryptonite. All right. Because their whole ego and validation is wrapped up, tends to be, tends to be wrapped up in women when in fact they're a vice and they're somewhat of a kryptonite because most of your ego is wrapped up into the woman. At the same time, many of these guys will tell men that women ain't shit. Right in 304s or whatnot. And you're like, how 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 do you justify that the woman's nothing but your ego's wrapped up into them? It's a kryptonite for many men that cannot control this vice. Here we go. Some 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 men she can like, ruin your career. Bro, women is like if 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 you don't have your girl girl game together, women can fuck you up all the way completely. Like, yeah, because not just emotionally and like that tie, but like obviously financially and all the stuff that comes along with it. Yeah. It's just so, I think, I don't know. I think a lot of guys nowadays, like, like people try and they focus so much on like getting a girl or having a girl when yeah. like they should be focusing on uh -oh. themselves and like, uh oh, uh oh, building themselves yeah, and building I mean, their legacy. Every girl wants a strong man. Um, so when a, a successful man, so when a man, when a man is successful, strong, you know, um, women are going to come. Yeah. But, um, uh oh, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, 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 I'm the type of guy like, I lost the tab. I hate. What do you say? Game risk? No. But if you have X, Y, and Z, women are going to come. Women are a byproduct 
to success. They're going to come. No riz, no game, no battery, no skill, no strategy. Yes, you're going to have to understand how they work and manipulate. You got to have to understand it. And this is from a guy who I'm sure he has had success in his sports, in his endeavors, and somewhat. Okay? Period, point blank. They going to show up ninja when you got your ducks in a row. All right? Going out to haunt them. And then when they the, the game guys are, again, the disingenuous nature of them, which makes them sound like females, well, well, Having game and running game are two different things. Now we ain't we ain't gonna do that, Ninja. We, we listen. I'm not I'm not a teenager out here. Don't treat me like a teenager, Ninja. It's the same thing. It goes under the same envelope. People going out on this method to distract themselves to get this validation, this simpery, this ego feel of how he's gonna be doing good with women and distracting, manipulating them, and you're not focusing on your success is in fact distracting yourself. You're distracting yourself. Do what, but do what you want, but do what you want, but the rules still apply. All right, you're doing more of a simp model than you are anything. All right, let's continue. I mean, a girl when yeah. like they should be focusing on themselves and like building themselves and yeah, building I mean, their legacy. Every girl wants a strong man. Um, so when a, a successful man, so when a, when a man is successful, strong, you know, um, women are gonna come. Yeah, but um. I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm I, I'm the type of guy like I hate for a woman to be able to like make my day or break like break my day like to have, oh yep have that control over my feelings and and like and and that so when I feel like a, okay that's an important part I hate for a woman to have to be able to make my day or break my day now they say this in many professions they say that in many professions particularly in coaching, don't read your own press. Because typically, when you read your own press, at first they're going to sing your praises, and then eventually they're going to be tearing you down. So in fact, you should be centered in relationship to the press, the people in the stands. You should focus what's in between the lines, which is life, the game, the actual most important thing. In this case, if a woman can make your ego by being able to secure them, they can also break you. You also are giving them the control to break you, which is a no win for a young man. It's hard for you to understand this. But if a guy says I'm casting over, I get these holes and I get them through this method that makes me. You also are the ones that are going to be broken by her and you're giving her the keys of that. Never put a woman in control to make you or break you. All right, let me let me play that again. Let me play that again. Or break, like break my day, like to have that control over my feelings. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I'm, I, I'm the type of guy. Like, I hate for a woman to be able to like make my day or break, like break my day, like to have that control over my feelings and and like and and that. So when I feel like a woman has like a, a girl will have that control to mess up my day or make my day or you know like can just trigger me that easy, I like tend to like try to like separate myself yeah away. yeah try exactly try to separate myself because I, I, that's just a fucked up feeling like you know yeah. like it's terrible and women are like they're women so they're all over the place with it so you don't ever know <laughs> yeah, what to yeah. you never know what to expect so you again i mean the, the guy's making sense again i don't know who he is i mean i know he fought this weekend but in fact women are the variable they're the variable all the way there's if we know math and i'm bad at math the constant and the variable. 
right? The constant and the variable are two factors where you're considering the order of operation and the order of man. In fact, the woman is the variable, and depending on what day, which way the wind is blowing, whether it's sunny or rainy, whether the moon is up, whether the moon is crescent, you don't know what you're dealing with. By solving for the variable when you're the constant, she gets to dictate what the final result is. And if you're using that, that is going to be a recipe for disaster. You have to be the constant. By putting all your ego or your attention on the variable, that actually takes away from the constant. You have to be the constant. You might want to even get yourself with the constant. And actually get, but when you put for X, when you apply X to it, that shit going to take you all over the place. They're all over the place and you're attaching your ego to a variable. All right. Listen to this. Apply it to your life. This is going to be where men get completely distraction. Here we go. You got to just have that in order. All right. Have that in order. Have it in order. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's give you this right here. Show you where uh, this is going. So this guy was said to have had success with women in game. Let's see how this shit has resulted for him. Anybody know this guy? Okay. He's the modern day Casanova. Modern day Casanova. All right. He went around the world and I, 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 and he got Punani. He drove in. He, he flew in luxury aircrafts. He out there grinning. And a lot of guys would see this and say, I want to be this part. I want that part of the story. Right. I want that. I want that lifestyle. This is attractive to me. And it's easily hypnotizing. Right. It's funny. You get to play the goofy women. The women were actually absolutely goofy. Right. But guess what? The story doesn't end well. All right. Now you got to answer for many of these things. Right. And then people are going to portray you as a monster. All right. And potentially you could be let off in handcuffs. Um, I can't remember what exactly happened to him, but it's a short-lived thing that you must mature and grow out of. The ninja had game. Don't say he didn't have no game. And if you come in here, he didn't have no game. No, he didn't have it right. The ninja had the mouthpiece. He had the ability to get women to pay for him, which I think is a dude. If you're putting your bets on women paying for you, I think that is one of the lowest points of a man. It doesn't prove you're a man. I, I'm I'm sorry. I have to disagree. It doesn't prove you're a man to get a woman to invest money in you. It does not. I don't understand why men do this because this actually distracts you from your pursuit of money. I This, this absolutely distracts and sidetracks you. You could have earned double or triple what she could have gave you in the time it took for you to get from her. And there's always conditions that apply to that, which means you have to invest time, money, energies, and such. And eventually, it's all going to come crumbling down. In our world, she's a victim. She's a victim, all right? And there's the results. The results speak for themselves, man, all right? The results speak for themselves. And you got to think of this. This is the story of the modern-day Casanova, all right? He just played Casanova over again, all right? He just had luxury uh, flights and all of that shit, and it ended up landing him as ass. <laughs> In jail, he could have had a way better life. He's free, though. Yeah, he's free. And he's still, Casanova was free, too. But where does he go from here? I ask you. Where does he go from here? He now has to scam the rest of his life. 
He out on the street scamming again. That's what you want to be. That's is that what you want to be, gentlemen? Short money. Do not trade short money for long dough, man. You're gonna have to live this life for a long time. The man's gonna be broken. All for that little bit of time where he scammed women and got him to pay. He did all that. He got the boonani. And guess what now? Guess what now? Okay. Now he's got to live that out. Ninja's going to be work. He's going to be thinking about, he's going to be writing a play. It's going to be Casanova story all over again. Uh, we got another man here. Another man here lived to 74 years. And uh, he's from, again, I think this is Europe or maybe this is Canada. Not sure. Victorian man. Age 74 admits to scamming $180,000 from women he met on dating apps. All right. And he wanted a soulmate and a partner of crime. He used that. And guess what? When you scam women out of money, the good old days are gone where you can scam women out of money and think you not going to get caught for this shit. <laughs> You're not. Those days are over, man. I would tell you, focus your attention somewhere else this is the lover boy scam all over again this ninja 74 he probably was the tinder swindler of his day and he had to keep the scam going and now he has to finish out the rest of his days rotting in jail is that what you want i'm just gonna ask you it sounds cool it sounds funny but the good old days are over <laughs> right now you're gonna sit in jail rotting you guys got to focus on what you need to focus on, right? And that's not game. They're going to try to define that as game now. No, we're not going for the bullshit, okay? We're not going for the bullshit over here. Do not bring that bullshit over here. I'm going to slap it back like Dikembe Mutombo, okay? Don't make those things about game. That, that's just regular common sense mastery and self-improvement mastery. It has nothing to do with game, nothing to do with dudes rizzing and talking to girls and being comfortable and having the mouthpiece. Do not try to blur the lines and move the goalposts over here. That is just basic man shit. Getting your shit together, operating like you should. That has nothing to do with game. Don't package that shit. You guys are sound like these women packaging themselves at age 40, all right, and moving the goalposts all the way around. This is absolutely despicable of you guys to be sales artists like this. Okay, you're nothing but scam artists, in my opinion. All right, do not do these young men like this. Using self-improvement mantras to hide your ridiculousness nature around here by persuading men the reward is going to be women. By particularly manipulating them, it's going to land their ass in jail. <laughs> All right, let's do it legit. All right, and spit especially, let's listen to 50 Cent out here. Let's listen to 50 Cent. We giving you man advice over here. All right, man advice. Let's listen to 50 Cent about him and attractive women. Here we go. I really, really enjoy looking at attractive women. Like, I want to see every version of an attractive woman. You know, high, short, tall, long, skinny, big girl. Give me a second. Give me a second. Somebody says, Coach, you've used game in context with our women as well, though. I don't call it game. When did you see me call it game, <laughs> right? This is my problem. Where did I say that this is game? Like, you have to show me where I'm calling it game. I'm not calling that game. I'm saying these are steps to maturity. This is how you improve yourself. That's the problem. That's the difference. They try to wrap that shit up in a little pretty package to explain it away to you. And then you got ninjas running around the streets on calling it Risen Game. 
I, I don't understand where, where, you, where you're missing it, <laughs> okay? Let's go back to what 50 Cent said. I really, really enjoy looking at attractive women. Like, I want to see every version of an attractive woman. You know, high, short, tall, long, skinny, big girl, small girl, all pretty stuff. I, I could do that all day. I could just, just sit and look at shit, you know what I mean? But, you know, I don't want them to come too close to me. Don't come to me. Don't stay over there. But yeah, but it's a pretty ass because you're probably crazy as a motherfucker and you'll fuck up everything. All right. I really. So again, again, so I said he called it free game. That was his definition here. Uh, it's used as a. I, and so he's trying to say because I said free game that I'm calling that game. All right. I see what you're doing there. You're confusing the two. And what you're trying to do is you're, you're trying to conflate that I'm using it as the model of game. As opposed to the slang, we me using it as free game. I understand what you're doing there. I'll answer that. In fairness, using it as a lingo to tell you this is game as opposed to the opposite of what people define as game is not the same. I know what you're trying to do here. However, calling it game in total, packaging it up pretty to sell it to you is not what I was doing. In fact, if I called it free, it definitely wasn't to be sold to you. <laughs> okay. You try to give me a semantic argument. Yeah. So anyway, let's get to that. He's being disingenuous. Exactly. And I didn't sell it to you. So let's continue with this. Let's continue. There was no sales course sold at the end of it. But what this guy... 50 Cent just proved as a guy who got to the position that he's in is even the distraction of attractive women is not enough for him to bump them off his goal. Okay. So he's a man that's seen this successful. If he's being authentic, he's telling you that even attractive women can stay away. Stay away from me. It's not enough to for you because what a game guy probably would tell you, you see an attractive woman, you got to go ahead and shoot your shot. Even if the attractive woman chooses you, you got to shoot your shot. But this guy says, even when I see that, I don't want it. Why? Because she'll mess up everything. Here we go. I don't want him to come too close to me. Don't come to me. Don't stay over there. But yeah. It's a pretty ass because you're probably crazy as a motherfucker and you'll fuck up everything. You'll mess up everything. Even you know at some particular point, guys, we got to get to this point where women don't define us in that model, right? There's 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 levels to it. But going, damn, there's a pretty woman. Oh, my game coach told me to, I got to go up and strike while the iron's hot. I got to go ahead and run. It's simple. Even the men that get to this point know I can mess my entire bag up messing with the wrong bitch. <laughs> All right. Not every woman is worth talking to. Not every woman is worth procuring. Not every woman is worth sleeping with. Not every woman is worth taking your eyes off the prize. And he knows this. He's at this level. And he's supposedly someone that has supposedly has some game, right, if you will. But even at this age, he's like, nah, I got this. It's not worth it. So when I say it's not worth it, why am I treated different than 50 Cent? 50 Cent is saying the same thing as I'm saying. But then when you come over here, that's because you ain't got the mouthpiece. Does 50 not have a mouthpiece? <laughs> okay. 
Does 50 not have a mouthpiece too? Is he a lame? No, he's a guy that understands his value and he's not willing to risk his value on a woman, even if it's the prettiest woman in the world. That ego inflation does nothing to him. Getting her does nothing. It actually makes him risk more, all right? It, it actually makes him risk more just because she's pretty. He was like, I'll pass. Now, I showed you videos and pictures of me passing on women. Oh, that's because you lame and you don't have a mouthpiece. Nah, it's because I know what comes with the bullshit. All right, uh, same thing as what I told you guys about fighting in these streets, okay? Uh, 50 Cent on fighting. He says, starting fights, if you're starting fights, you're broke. I actually said something similar. All right, let 50 Cent have his moments here. All right, here we go. Oh, there's no sound. God damn it. All right, so I hate when Instagram, my Instagram does that for uh, sometimes right there. But men be like, no, nah, man, you got to start the fight. Actually, I heard a guy recently say, if a person called me a name, I'm going to hit him. I'm like, why would you, why would you hit him? Well, he called me the N-word. I'm a, no, no, do not do that. You just lowered yourself to that person. That person don't have a life. He's, he's infected and infested with hate and he's down in the dumps so much so that he has to use that to make you lose your freedom. What point did you prove? All right. You basically brought yourself down to his level and he actually won. Even if he lost, he won the fight. Even if you lost, if he lost, that's a simple strategic thing that men need to know all fight. Yeah. He controls you now. Now he controls you. It's not worth the fight. This is old man, real game that we need to teach you. It's not worth the fight. Uh, dude on a podcast. When I show you, it's not worth the debate. It's not worth the debate. People like debate. And this person make a video of you. What did I do? You watched me. You watched me in real time. You thought I was going to get mad and go crazy. I just simply just said, okay. And now ain't nobody talking about it no more, right? They don't control me. They don't get to control where my attention flows. They don't get to control where my energy goes. They're emotional that they spent time editing, researching, clipping, and they thought that I was going to respond. They thought I was going to mention their name, but I said, yeah, about that. I still have the power. I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> Right. I only I'm not going to give it to you. We're not going to give you the power. Silence is violence. All right. It's all it's it's all good in the neighborhood. And then in two, three weeks, ain't nobody talking about it no more. OK. And you gave me free marketing. Say my name. You gave me free marketing and advertisement. Guys, I'm trying to do this to teach you and to show you. You don't have to react to everybody. You don't have to jump and fight everybody. You don't even have to prove your point. You don't have to go and give them the debate. You don't have to go and do anything to respond because that is the real win. That's the real W. Ain't nobody going to worry about that in a couple of weeks. It's on and moving. And the more you talk about it, the more you're going to make yourself look bad, right? The more itself you're going to look bad, right? Because now they're going to be like, oh, you must have a personal issue with this ninja. If you done made five, six, seven, 50, 11 videos, you must have something personal about him. It must be something you have. It ain't something that he has done to you. It's something that you feel bad about. 
See, I'm watching. I wanted y'all to watch that in real time. Okay. I want you to watch that in real time because these are the real lessons. These are the real gains that men have. All right. Let me see if I can add something else to the conversation. But what we'll do is we'll go to the super chats. All right. We'll go to the super chats. And um, actually had a dream that somebody big and um, the guy is a, a politician, Larry Elder. I had a dream that Larry Elder was dissing me on the Internet. And then I was like, all right, now I got somebody worthy for me talking about. Right now I got Larry Elder dissing me. Like, I don't know why I had that dream, but I had a dream. Larry Elder had gone through my books with a with a highlighter. <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, now we're talking. I can respond to that. Mm. Shout out to Larry Elder. I have no beef against him, but th that one I was like, oh, now game's on. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Anyway. He says, I must be too much in the calendar. I don't know why it was. That was my dream. But anyway, what do we got here? Christopher Flores, what's up, coach? To me, game is not having awkward silence, good eye contact, and knowing when to initiate physical touch. Could that just be knowing how to socially operate with women? Is that game? I mean, to me, that to define that as just explicitly as game, I mean, I get it. I, I, I understand that part. That's why, again, once you go above and they try to move the goalposts to some business shit, all right, to me, it, it just doesn't make sense. But, yeah, I mean, that's just normal. That's a normal development of most young men going on into the world. And yes, that is a that's a necessary skill. That's a necessary skill. But then saying that the ninja don't have the mouthpiece, now that dragging it into uh, the mud. Then now you're dragging it into the mud. That is definitely a development skill that you can get to, uh, certainly with practice and all of that. Now, do, should you feel bad of yourself by the dude that's saying you don't have the mouthpiece and comparing themselves? their ability to be more comfortable in the situation as opposed to you improving the situation, right? And that's also reading the room. I mean, these are all older, older school things. Not saying you're Casanova versus the other dude is socially awkward. I don't, I don't see the two. I don't see the comparison of the two. I don't see the need to actually, well, you ain't got no game if you don't develop this skill in a certain time. Certain young men develop these skills through practice, some men develop them because they get the at-bats, right? The guy that gets, and, and, and here's another thing. Here's one more thing. Most men who are perceived to have have game, right? Many of them got the at-bats, not through them approaching by, but the woman coming and choosing. Thus, his confidence real, rose in those experiences because, he didn't have what people would say scarcity. He didn't have scarcity. Once a guy is being chosen upon, it would be relatively easy for him to not be as nervous in his next conversations with women. He's being chosen upon already. So he's being, ha he's had the at-bats. Now we want to not, um, because I, I know this is a difficult conversation and it's worth having. Some men, they're not as big, tall, status, money, looks, whatever it is, aggressive, masculine, alpha. This is what makes it subjective because the guy that says he has the mouthpiece might only primarily have it because he has the earlier confidence development through women selecting on him. Let's be honest. Part of the game is women choosing you. Women putting themselves in front of you. Women naturally submitting in your presence. That is part of the game. So if a guy doesn't have those qualities, he's going to have less opportunities to develop that 
that conversation, right? So then he might say, I learned these things from a game artist, a pickup artist. That's not game per se. That's you learning a social skill that many people are going to learn over time, right? It's simple, but if you want to call that game, go ahead. You can call that game if you will. But simply, that's just more opportunities. And we have to be honest about this. Men that get the bulk of the opportunities and com become comfortable with it, if they say they have game as a result of that, that's only because of the exposure, the opportunities, the at-bats, the being chosen, right? We got guys walking around here, six foot three, six foot four, big, uh, muscular, or big, goofy, big, dorky. Guys, that's a foot in the door. That's going to get women to choose on you or make themselves available more, thus giving you more practice. You get more practice. You get less chances to fuck it up. Now, if you don't have these things earlier, you're going to get less chances. You're going to get less chances to be smooth, to be convincing, to have not scarcity. So if you're fat, ugly, goofy, cockeyed, you're on the spectrum, you're going to have less chances. Now, Saying one person has game and the other one doesn't, that is not true on its face. Now, the guy is definitely better over here. He's definitely better because he had more chances. You had less. You didn't have game. <laughs> right? Matter of fact, you had a small, the other guy has a smaller margin for error. He has a smaller margin for error because if he does get it at back, this ninja got one chance to mess up. Where you, you're probably allowed to mess up quite a bit more. Anyway. Anyway. But that could be a great, that part could be debatable. That part could be debated. All right, shout out to Blick, Blick Panther, or is it Black Panther, right? Black Panther, AJ says. Did you change your name? I thought it was Black Panther. Now it's Blick. He says, hope all is well, sir. I just joined the money mindset last week. Looking forward to the gyms. We appreciate you. Barbecue boys, stand up. It's barbecue in there. All right. Logical mindset says, coach is spitting pure facts. As a young man, I slept with a wealthy married woman. Her husband called my office phone at my job and told me that if I ever want to work in this town again, I'd immediately, I should stop immediately. Never did that again. All right. Real game. Do not sleep with married women. Okay. As good as you think it's going to be, avoid it. Now, we're not perfect. We sin. Do not target married women as a part of your a part of your thing. Do not target them. All right? Now, if you happen to just, you know what I mean? Like, it got beyond your control. She start grabbing on your, your thing, and you, please don't do it. Unless you have permission from the husband, right? The husband comes in, destiny comes in and says, sleep with my wife. But it's got to be consensual. Everybody's got to be on board. Otherwise, I would avoid it. It's not necessary out here. Yep, it's not necessary. All right, shout out to, uh, and you don't get no points for sleeping with a married guy, married guy, a married guy. Do not come up to me talking about, man, I slept with this married woman. Ninja, I'm going to be like, man, get the hell up out of my face with that bullshit. All right, y'all didn't just want points for any punani. No. Shout out to Evolve Reese says, paying dues, coach. Slim thick is a myth. She's either fat or slim. No in between. I agree. We have a lot of mythology, which is many times copism about what we're doing here. Slim thick, love, game. We want to believe in things bigger than us. 
right? That's the human need. We want to believe in things bigger than us. And this is because this is even before Christianity, right? We believe in things bigger than us. And we needed a reason why to explain it. Game goes in that category. Love goes in that category. Uh, slim thick. Let's throw all of that shit in there. Religion. We had to explain why. It couldn't be just is. It is. It is what it is. You have an advantage. I have a disadvantage. You have uh, more at-bats. I don't. You have the ability to say you slept with a skeezer and attribute it to game. Why couldn't it be that the woman was just want to go get piped down by anybody that night and you were there at the right time? I don't believe in coincidences. However, women simply... Most of the time, according to Briefo's Law, women do the choosing. They give you the access. I'm sitting here. Here's a woman. She's waiting to get fucked. She just want to get fucked. She's an introvert. You talk to her. She slipped her drawers off. Now, that was one out of your 30, and you were like, man, I cold approached her. I talked to her. I put that game in that riz on her. And this woman, this woman was going to go one. She wanted to fornicate with anybody. <laughs> That wasn't no damn game. She was the one wanting to give up the punani. She gave it to you. Now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? We've all been there. We've all been there. Now you want to be like, oh, man. Man, I went out. I talked to this girl. She was giving me some of the objections. I countered her two objections. Then, and it absolutely happened. Now, to be able to say it was a power bigger than me, and it was a whole method that you went through, is absolutely untrue. You can't even prove it to be true because not only that, you can't even duplicate it. Most men can't even duplicate that. Okay, duplicate it again. All right, here we go. Yep, she chose you because I'm going to say this. Okay, cool. All right, it worked for you, right? Let's go out to the same place again. Let's go out to the same place, <laughs> right? Let's duplicate that shit. I can spend a whole week with you every hour of the day. You could not duplicate it. You could not duplicate it and prove that method worked. That would be, if it worked again, that would be game. But you wouldn't be able to do it again. And under pressure, you wouldn't be able to do it again. With a whole camera crew, in silence by yourself, with a hidden camera crew, you wouldn't be able to do it again. That's, that's what I'm talking about. It wasn't game. You just happened to find the skeezer who was the nastiest whore at that time, and you happened to open your mouth, and she chose, and boom. Mm. Can we just call it that? <laughs> can we call it what it was ninja it was just the it was right place right time ninja that's what it was <laughs> right oh but listen it is what it is shout out to ladies love cool c game is a myth used by men that don't get no attractive xx's at all to sell to lazy men that don't want to increase their value and i cannot disagree I would put the focus on increasing the value of the individual. Thus, the woman becomes inconsequential, whether she rejects or accepts. She becomes inconsequential because in the priorities are what valuable to me. She's neither one nor eight. <laughs> okay. In the priorities of what's valuable to me, she's neither one or eight. Thus, she can actually make one through eight zero to me by my association with her. So I can lose my one through eight just by chasing number nine. No, no. <laughs> All 
right? So you don't want to make the improvement. So now then when they make the self-improvement move, they then go, well, no, it's not about that. It's about improving yourself and being the best version of yourself. That's what I call it disingenuous. Now you're just using self-help and a lot of you're just using self-help as a means to sell whatever you're selling to young men, young vulnerable men, young men, impressionable men um, who don't know the realities of the long range effects of what you're teaching them. You might not have even known how Casanova turned out. You might not even known that Tinder Swindler has, you know, become arrested and now he, but he's out though. Guys, you don't understand losing your freedom and having your reputation stained is not worth chasing 304s and scamming them. It's not worth it. You could have put that energy and emphasis into your whole thing. And yes, people say women will come and it's definitely general. Okay. It's general. So, you know, people, when, when people say winning come, uh, women comes as a result of you doing X, Y, and Z, many times you don't need the wisdom. No. However, what guys will say is um, assume that we're saying attractive women or models in Instagram thoughts and shit like that. No, you're going to get regular women that make it easier for you. Just regular stock factory issue women. No, not models. And that many times models will come as a result. Who knows? But to think that you're going to get start getting attractive women, making it easier for you, it could be. But I don't think you understand that those women are for sale, Ninja. They for sale. Sometimes they choose a pookie. Why? Because they're the variable. They all over the goddamn place, <laughs> right? They're all over the place. So you're you're trying to actually control for the variable when they are not the most important control for yourself. They for sale, just go out and think that right off the rip. And yes, will they let some Chad hit it? Yeah, because he's Chad and he been Chad, but you ain't Chad. Focus on what you can control. Don't try to be Chad, Ninja. If you ain't Chad, you ain't Chad. But thinking you're going to have some mouthpiece to make you Chad, it is what it is. And by the way, most dudes, again, the mythology of game is this. The dudes that say they got the mouthpiece, oftentimes they're shadows out here. They're ghosts. You don't never see their picture. You don't never see no videos of them. You rarely ever see the videos or pictures of the women. And if you did, most of these women going to be low-hanging fruit. It's without question that that is the case. They're going to be worse than the uh, average women that will approach you when you actually have your shit together. These women are going to be so busted and disgusted. It ain't even it ain't you can't even <laughs> they never you never see them. You never see any bras there with and you never see them keeping abroad. These I mean, it's so it's so obvious. Single mothers, fat women, buck to not cock. Not me. OK. <laughs> yeah 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 listen man i've been around here for a long time i've evolved and become a different many different men but stop the bullshit we not go bullshit you can't bullshit me you can bullshit the rest of your people but don't come over here with your snaggle tooth broads all right and tell me that you did something spectacular to get her <laughs> all right anyway 
Hashim says, uh, Coach, can you elaborate on what Toastmasters is? Some extra for uh, the collection plate. Um, a Toastmasters is a great place for you to learn how to speak in the public. All right. They will critique who you are. You have to belong to the group. You have to pay a fee. Guys, nothing's for free. You pay a fee. Um, you will have people who are socially awkward, people who are professional speakers, people who are learning how to speak and develop their cadence. And it is a group, a networking group of people that get together to improve these skills. Okay. Some of these guys can, you could call it game, if you will. And uh, it is a great place for men to start. Better than approaching women and then working on this shit. You might want to approach how you sound and talk. You will listen to yourself speak. People will listen to you speak. They will critique, they will critique that shit up and down. It is a great investment. It's one of the greatest investments you have. And I wonder why people don't talk about it that much. But you got the nerve to send these out, men out here to talk to bucktooth women. Women with way lower value, but you're, you know, men are scared of these women. Why don't you work on these? <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to them. And um, um, yeah, check it out if you want. I actually was a group member of uh, Toastmasters, and I was um, an official for Toastmasters. I also was a competitive, competitive speaker within my Toastmasters group, and I was a regional champion within Toastmasters. All right. So um, people want to know how I can hold people's attention for three and a half hours, four hours, and plus six hours a day and not um and ah and long pauses. I'm pretty much talking continuously for hours during shows, not taking breaks, not pausing, not um and ah, not distracting. I'm not perfect either, but this is a skill that I developed similar to a skill you need to develop to talk to people in general and women specifically. It's a skill. Yes, it's part of talking as a human being. I would focus on that more than I would focus on women because you would get what you want ultimately in life. It's just the ability to talk to people and present. Okay. In my book. Yeah. People and people like, you don't have them out, please, please. All right, please. I'm a professional competitive speaker, right? Won several trophies. Matter of fact, you guys can't see it, but there's a trophy right out here in range of my regional championship in Southern California, going into Nevada for the national championship. Of Toastmasters, all right? Once you get proficient in that, Ninja Talk, and by the way, there are going to be women there. There are going to be women that, I mean, I was so good at Toastmasters, right? There were women coming up to me. Hi, how are you? And it made it easy. Because they were like, this Ninja present himself well. He could talk and put sentences together and make sense, right? Women said, I'm choosing you. I said nothing to the broad. <laughs> I had a freaky deaky young chick. Do the same thing that was in the Toastmasters. Met a chicken Toastmasters on that. And she was a freak. Man, boy, she was that fantastic. All right, she was fantastic. All right, but because of who I was, status, being able to talk, being competitive, winning, people admired me in the group. It is what it is. Public speaking can save your life. Um, uh, shout out to Toastmasters. But Toastmasters has helped me do my shows. Absolutely. The skills that I learned in Toastmasters, being aware of how I sound, my cadence, my ability to bring my voice up, inflection, uh, not boring you, continuously talking, not using filler words. I typically use filler words all the time. I'll say um, all right a lot as a filler word. I'll also say um, there's a couple of other filler words that I have, but I'm totally aware of it. And when I say it a couple of times, I'll be like, damn, it's a filler word. I need to eliminate it. 
This makes people captivated. It makes you more wanting to listen. But some people are absolutely atrocious that I watch, and I be watching live streams, and I'm like, this shit is terrible. And if you want to know why your views ain't up, you're terrible at speaking. All right, but anyway, and then just want to say they got the mouthpiece, and I'm listening to you sound like mush mouth on your live stream. I'm like, how in the hell you think you got better mouthpiece than me? Ninja, you can't even hold a captive audience attention more than 20 seconds without sounding like a oh, oh, mush mouth and marble, uh, mouthful of marbles. There ain't no way. But anyway, <laughs> now I can't read in public. I'm I'm shitty at reading in public. And I want you to know this as another piece of game free that I'm going to give you. One of the things that I do to challenge myself is to try to be a better reader in public. And I do that in front of thousands of people a day, even though I suck at it. I challenge myself to get better at it. And I've always been not good at it. But I'm not afraid to do, go on in front of all of these people and challenge myself to get better at it and embarrass myself. See, that's that's part of what? Getting better at it. And so I go, hey, I'll make a mistake. I laugh it off. Hey, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I try. <laughs> I try. But most of these people boring as fuck. But they got all the knowledge. Don't mean nothing here. <laughs> I try. I make a mistake and I laugh it off. I'm trying to build the skill. All right, shout out to Roberto Moreno says, you got Denver winning it all. Go. I had Denver winning it all, and that's what's going to happen. All right? That's what's going to happen. Shout out to MC Hanser, the biggest thing we believe in are our gods. He says, love, game, and money. He says, faith is the belief that one puts into said God. Everyone has this. Choose wisely. Yeah. And I often think, you know, I'm bigger than, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that controls this. Right. And even the scriptures probably would acknowledge this. There is a greater control, but there is free will. Um, it's not that I don't need a bigger thing. It's not that I don't need a God, but I think I got this. All right. Faith without works is what? Fill in the blank. So I have faith in myself. I don't have faith in something that I'm going to use as an umbrella and an umbrella term to hide behind the ism, the game, the love. The I don't need all those things. <laughs> I don't need all those things. Where are we at here? JC says, I recently joined Toastmasters here in Detroit. I have uh, trouble conveying high-level presentations because I get anxiety and start sweating, getting better, right? And so that's just in general, right? So we, we also probably would get anxiety over talking to women in public, right? And, and true, let me just tell you, if you're not, talk, if you're not nervous talking to women in public in general, there's one or two things that need to, that that's going on. Either you have an abundance of women or in a mindset that is an abundance or, or um, you don't need to be talking to women no more, <laughs> right? You don't need to like, you, it's like a waste of your time. Like people will tell you boxers, basketball players, football players, they'll tell you when it was time to retire, when, when they stop getting nervous before games, <laughs> right? <laughs> They'll tell you if they don't have butterfly, that's when you're going to get fucked up. That's when you're going to make the wrong choice. That's when you're going to get your ass slipping. That's when you're not going to watch what you're doing. All right. You should you should have a semblance of, all right, it's game time. It's game time. All right, here we go. All right, to get a little bit of butterfly in my stomach. All right, here we go. Game on. If you're a guy that said, man, I don't worry about all that shit, ninja, you're going to, that's when you get caught slipping. You're going to get caught slipping. You're going to get injured. You're going to not understand your surroundings. You're not going to survey the scene. You're going to walk up to a girl and her boyfriend going to be five, 
10, 15 steps behind her, you're going to look like a moron. I see this happen all the time. Men don't survey the scene first. And you act like, you act like women going to be disappearing, like I'm going to miss this when it's over. No, it ain't. That's another thing about abundance. If I miss one woman, it ain't the end of the story. It ain't the end of my life. All these women damn near the same. All these women damn near the same. All right. If I'm, it, I've seen dudes do this in public all the time. They're like, oh, I got to shoot my shot. Ninja start talking. The boyfriend comes in with the meal and the drinks. Now his ass got to dig itself out of the conversation. I think it's stupid now, man. You know what I mean? Just wait a little bit. You know what I mean? See what's up. Survey the scene. If she getting in there ordering and leaving, you missed her, Ninja. <laughs> all right. They out here, another one going to be here. Matter of fact, if I like a woman and I'm like, oh, okay, but the scene ain't right. It ain't set right. What I'll do is I'll say, I want a woman like that. I'll go get her over here. Anyway, uh, let's get these cash apps. We might not get to the housing topic. All right. Unless we're going to do overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Do some recon. Do some recon. So your ass don't get caught up. Now you got to fight. Some ninja like, what you talking to my bitch? Oh, man, no, 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 man. And that happens. You don't know that happens a lot. I told you the story about the car wash dude, all right? And the dude was not happy he was talking to his bitch. But look, if that's part of the game, you playing a foolish game, <laughs> right? All right, we got, uh, oh, man, holy moly. We got, uh, let's see here. We got no government name. CGA game guys remind me of an elder. I knew when I used to be a Jehovah's Witness, he was clapping multiple women in the congregation and had a wife overseas. That guy with virtue signal constantly about God. LOL. By that point, I had already seen through religion. Yep. Uh, Garrett says game goofy ass male energy. <laughs> goofy ass male energy. He says, let these goofballs have their game doing backflips in the club for peace leave pretending to be something they ain't. Then getting exposed later, Ninja, please. Ninja, please. And guys, man, trust me, I've been around a lot of dudes that talk that shit. And he says, uh, I watched the PUA show on VH1 and read Neil Strauss in my 20s. I was five foot seven broke and out of shape. It didn't work. Once I got good jobs, my own place, etc., I didn't need game anymore. Just, do, uh, just don't be a weirdo and have something going on for yourself. All the game you need. All the game you need. All right, but a lot of guys don't want to take that long. That's too long. I don't want to wait. I want to riz the bitch. All right, dude, you're going to waste a lot of time out here. Macaroni, Tony, I knew the milk I drank was 100% organic when the hen told me that growing up, BET and MTV were block channels, but not the country music channel. All right, uh, so you definitely was in the suburbs. You were in the suburbs if those channels were blocked. I actually grew up in a suburb where there was no BET. There was MTV. Uh, Garrett says, last one, this game BS got me fired up. He says, we know that love don't exist and can't sustain a marriage, and men will agree. Ask the ninjas if game will keep them off the marriage wheel. They try gaming a wife. LOL, good luck with that. I don't get it. They got to understand. They got to explain that shit. They got to explain themselves. Don't, you know, they're not going to do it while I'm on live. But. We also, like, I mean, you're getting called out on this one, right? We like, it doesn't exist, but it exists if we use these methods and strategies in this. Now, guys, some dudes are natural with women. Some dudes are awkward. I can acknowledge that. I accept that. 
we can actually get dudes to be better. All right, with that. I do encourage that. I do encourage that. Now, that I encourage. You guys got to get it right. But the mouthpiece shit and all that shit is absolutely disgusting to me. That, that to me, I got the mouthpiece. This is to insinuate that you just, I'm a mouthpiece in game. Every bitch that I see, <laughs> right, as a means to focus your efforts on, I think that is foolish. I mean, I think that is absolutely disgraceful for any man over 25. <laughs> it is. Come on, man. Y'all need to grow up. Y'all need to grow up and grow up fast. I read Casanova for you. We showed you who he really was. I read you stories. I'm telling you, I'm teaching you. At that point, turn all of that back into what you need to do for yourself. Get rid of the variable argument. Women past 25. We also say women, women past 25 and 28 are what? Past the wall. They're going to hit the wall. They useless. They done. But now I'm past 28. I'm supposed to get, be out here talking to the same women. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. No government name says, are the men who are in prison very unhealthy and or dead? The type of guys who fall in love, run game, and want a traditional conservative fantasy and want marriage talk smack about that red pill and MGTOW and want a legacy, but not in love with actions or opportunities. Maybe, just maybe, they were raised by strags. Indeed. Indeed. I, I, I'm looking at it, man. I just honestly don't believe. I don't have faith in other things like these things, right? And again, I'm not going to sell you on ideas. I'm going to sell you what's, what's truthful. And that's kind of the position I've taken for a long time. Some of these guys that's telling you that game is your solution, I just say, look at them long and hard. And the guys, those same guys are going to come over here and say, I don't have a mouthpiece in game. Compare the two. Compare the two. I mean, look at them. Look at me now. Look at, listen to them and listen to me. <laughs> listen. Right. I mean, like, you know what I mean? But listen, that's just maybe my perspective. All right. Caitlin says, when it comes, when it comes down to it is scamming women. He says men don't have the, the privilege. Wait, men don't have the privilege, do women. I think there's some words missing here. Men don't have the privilege, do when it comes having to face jail time. How many women have admitted to only going on dates with men to get free food and do hard time for it? None. There were some words missing there. But, um, I know I read bad, but then sometimes I'm reading some of you guys' words, all right, which makes it difficult. Anyway, what do we got? We're at the three-hour mark. Normally, we'd had a couple things to share. We didn't get into the homeowner conversation because it is very controversial, all right? But let me share these two things, and perhaps if you want to stick around and have time, all right, let me know. But this one is be beware of toxic women. Beware of toxic women that you marry. Okay, the first one is going to be a woman who admits she's toxic. Take a look at this meme here. And of course, this is Normie Humor. She says, and take a look at the woman here. Take a look. My toxic trait is missing my husband all day, only to catch an attitude the minute he walks through the door. Now, this is a lot of toxic femininity, if you will. It's toxic marriage. It's behavior that the society at will and greater accept and acknowledge. 
It is not considered domestic violence. I think this is abuse and domestic violence because she's gaslighting him. She's purposely doing it. She's aware of it. And now wives do it and everybody's like, yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Yep. And then they are able to admit it on the internet. Okay. Now, if she gets double backhanded, pimp slap, all right, if she gets yelled at, screamed at, if he says, bitch, stop playing with me, then guess what? She's going to be the victim, <laughs> right? She's going to be the victim. This is female aggression. This is her purposely because she's bored, all right? And she has nothing else going on in her life that she's able to come on here and admit it. I don't understand why we can't have these discussions amongst men more without seeing as toxically masculine, okay? This is a straight-up admission, okay? This is a straight-up admission that many wives, let me see the comment section, take a look at the lives. Take, I'm sorry, take a look at the likes. This is an indicator. There's a lot of bots in here, but 373,011 likes. And here we go. Cringe-ass video. This need to, These need to stop, grow up. Being toxic isn't cute. All right. Here it is right there, man. I mean, this is this is this is actually trash behavior that women get away with. Okay, this is abuse. This has to be a campaign that we have out here. Okay, this is the variable. This is who you depend and attach your ego and your finances to. Think about this. This is why game is dumb. I'm not attaching my ego and find. I mean, I've done it. But we got to start teaching men what the realities are. You're attaching your ego and finances to this. <laughs> All right. And of course, when you go to a marriage counselor, when you go to a divorce court, she ain't going to admit to any of this shit. She's going to have you in anger management and counseling. She's going to have you in counseling and shit. <laughs> All right. Absolutely disgusting. Let me show you another one. All right. Let me show you another one. This one, a salty wife here. Salty wife. This is this is another one again on the chores. So this is what happens with again when the when you get married. I'm telling you guys, game ain't gonna help you out here because you're gonna have this person take a look, take a look. This is a wife. Everybody sees her. She looks like somebody's wife and somebody's mama. Let's listen to her logic and rationing. Listen to this. You know what makes me crazy? I'm so excited to have my husband home on the weekends. But then after breakfast, he goes outside, mows, and does lawn work for, like, hours. And so I'm just still inside doing what I'm always doing, alone, watching these kids. It's like I get that he has to maintain the lawn, and I'm glad he does it, but it still irks me. Like, come inside. Come hang out with us. Change a diaper. You guys get this? Bruh, hey, I, when I did my chore video, this is exactly the argument I had. Okay. This is the exact argument I had. Okay, let's frame it. He worked all week, the weekend. The weekend came. He had breakfast with the, the meal. He had meals with the kid. He goes outside to do his chores that she's not outside doing with him. Why didn't she, she outside doing with, with him? Why didn't she go outside? Why didn't she take the kids and put the kids in a little playpen, a park or whatever that stick up? They're obviously watching a tablet. Stick them there with their tablet. Take your ass outside. 
Guess what? She's still stuck at the house. And then when he comes back in to do the from the yard work, she says, she says, I'm not happy. You don't help around the house. See, this is the problem with the chore argument that many people aren't speaking from because many people aren't married. They have no marriage, no history, no experience because wives get like this. And he's outside doing the yard work. And she says, oh, well, I'm grateful for it. But guess what? I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yep, she didn't bring him a lemonade. Nothing. Ninja out there sweating. Yeah, <laughs> Lord. And then come in, change a diaper. Bruh, take your pale ass outside and go sweep up the leaves. Go ahead and sweep up that cut grass. Nope. I mean, man, I mean, sometimes they're hard to please. They get like this. Now, she knows. She knows she's being toxic because she's like, uh, anybody else get like this? Now, let's check the comment section. Let's check the comment section. Okay, so my trick is to that, that I mow the lawn before the weekend. So, boom, hiding in the bathroom is the only place left. Okay. He says, then when he goes out, when he gets outside, you have to ask him. To hold the kid, he says, hold on, let me just shower, poop, eat, and so on. You have having women co-signing this. Acting like he's hiding when he goes to work and he's on going on vacation. Okay. So when he goes to mow the lawn, he's going on vacation. When he goes to work, he goes on a vacation. This is absolutely, dude, this is the misery that many wives go through. I'm telling you, you think I'm playing. You think I'm playing this? They are the variable. They are the variable. They're not to be pleased. Their existence exists as a constant state of frustration. Even if you give them the grass over here, she don't like it. I'm not happy. <laughs> and then you're miserable. You become miserable as a result of this person because simply you're like, you can't win. Man, boy prioritizing women again running that is putting yourself on the back burner i guess we can do the house thing right here let's take a look at mortgage loans hey they're they're actually showing their toxic nature on the internet right who agrees with her who who actually agrees with her anybody agree with her let it be known don't hide who who agrees with her ladies do you agree that that the husband's in the wrong. There's got to be somebody that agrees. Uh, MC Hamster says I agree with her. MC Hamster agrees with her. Monetize your hate, if you will. We got one man that agrees. All right. Let me see here. I don't know if he's being genuine. Where did it go? She just won't do anything about it. Okay. Uh, he says I agree with her. There you go right there. Maybe he's trolling. She wants to change. She wants to change in a routine. She wants to change in a routine. Yeah. So she wants to get out of the house. That's that's her point. When he's when he's mowing the lawn, why isn't she outside? <laughs> right. She wants to change the routine. Why why don't she go outside and mow the lawn while he stays in the house? I mean, there's an easy solution for that. But the reason why she's not going to move the lawn is because mow, um, she, the reason why she's not going to mow the lawn. It's because she's going to say, well, that's my husband's job, <laughs> right? 
She could be like, well, I don't know how to mow the lawn and I ain't want to be out here sweating. I'm going to get a sunburn. I don't have a sunscreen. Who going to watch the kid? That's all that would happen, guys. I've been married before. All you do is say, okay, well, you do that. I'll be in here doing this. Then she's going to be out here. I'm out here sweating. You ain't helping. I can't get the thing to work. Then you're going to be outside and fixing the lawnmower. She's going to be back, back inside sitting her ass on her rear end, all right, watching them kids. <laughs> so that's, we all know the solution to it. She just does not want to do it. She just wants to sit there and complain as if she's being the victim. She's the forever victim. You can't win. All right. We'll do the housing thing as uh, because we're only three hours in. We'll get to it quickly. Uh, the hidden cost of housing. You may never, ever own a home according to where the directions of going. Let's take a look at the interest rates. The mortgage rates as of today, according to our screens and the internets, uh, this is based on a prime prime credit. Mortgage loans are at a not an all time high, not an all time high. You could change whatever state this is, make it Alaska, Alabama. All right, it's run, uh, running around thirty um, year fixed seven point six five two five percent, and uh, you know people think this is high. It is definitely higher than it was in the last 10 years. All right, so that is where people are finding a problem with the current mortgage rates. Now, again, this is also on good credit. Primarily 700 credit score and above for you to even get close into these rates. And also, you look at the loan amount. These are, oh, you guys can't see it on the screen, okay? Take a look at the loan amount, all right? And so once I change the loan amount, that's going to change the rate, all right? And um, if you're in a place where house, I mean, look, this loan amount is three, $300,000. Most people aren't bringing, most people don't live where the housing loan amount is going to be $300,000. It's going to be more like $500,000, maybe even above that. You also aren't considering that many of these loan amounts are considered jumbo loans. There it is. It just jumped up to jumbo once I went up to eight hundred k. You see that, right? So a jumbo loan in Southern California, Northern California, New York, and whatnot, once you jump above a certain loan amount, okay, the rate might go down, but you also, let's go ahead and put up the down payment, all right? The, break, the rate goes down, the rate goes up based on the smaller down payment. Most people don't have 20% down. Most people do not have 20% down. Most people do not actually pay 20% down. I think the average is between 7 and 10%, 7 and 10% down. Now, also, once you go above the loan amount of $700,000, $800,000, mortgage, second mortgage, okay? Once you do a second mortgage loan, because there's only a certain loan amount for the primary part of the loan, the first mortgage, the second mortgage is where you really get hit, all right? And so the interest rate on the second mortgage could be up to 20%. Okay, so this is if you're living in a metropolis, which we'll go over in here in a minute. All right, but you're doing a jumbo loan, then that's the first mortgage. You do a second mortgage, then the second mortgage goes crazy. All right, 15%, 20%. And it's going to be a small loan, $200,000, $300,000 to complete the entire loan. And then it could be a it could be a crazy ass percent. Okay. Are they lagging me on purpose? Is that what they're doing? New, 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 new world order. So I'm not a big fan of these type of loans because I've worked in the industry. I've seen what it's done to people. 
it's forced people to refinance and refinance and refinance and essentially never pay down their home. And the gamble is, which the gamble works many times, is if they keep doing this as the rates lower, which they're not, the rates are rising. The refinance game suggests that the rates are going to lower and lower over time. You just refinance and get a new principal and um, interest payment. But the game is that the housing prices are also going to appreciate at the same time. So that is the game of the refinance game. So you have the mortgage rate that is considerably lowering. Then you have your house building equity at the same time. And that's the recipe for success in home purchasing. The other recipe for success would be you pay off the whole, um, the whole loan. You, you, don't, you don't take a loan or you take a small loan. So you pay off the majority of the principal up front as opposed to attaching a big balloon payment or a big uh, interest payment over a 30-year fixed. In fact, your interest payment is going to be almost even with the actual principal of the house. You buy a house for $750,000, your, your interest could be $500,000, right? It basically takes the house and doubles it. And if you don't pay it off in considerable amount of time, all right, uh, the first 12 years of your payments are going to be interest alone, no principal. The, the first 12, 15 years of your payments are going to be just hitting the, the interest. And because the way the mortgages work, you can't really pay, you can't really determine where the, the money's going to. So most of your payments are going to the interest of the loan. Now, so the big game of owning a home is to be able to pay it off or pay it off when you buy it. That is the big trick because then you don't have any interest attached to it and you only have you only have the um the property taxes to pay right so let's talk about this right here there was a um big idea that is pretty much gone to hell now is that it is actually cheaper to own a to have a mortgage than it is to rent and that's been a case for a long time especially during the boomer era okay the boomer era Boomers think it's absolutely ridiculous to rent because in their days, they could buy a house for $16,000, maybe $60,000 with a down payment of $25, <laughs> right? And boomers still haven't paid off their house. Boomers still haven't paid off their house. Like they're still saying it's smarter for me to own. They're 65, 70 years old. They still paying the mortgage that they got when they were 26. <laughs> Right. But they still think you're an idiot for renting. Now, the problem is in our days, it's not like housing prices are going ridiculous. Like so even in a small area, housing prices are absolutely ridiculous. All right. So it's actually here. There are only four major cities in the metro metropolises where it's cheaper to buy a house than the rent. That has not been the case in many, many areas. All right. But it's cheap. It says only four cities. Let's go ahead and go through the cities that are is actually actually cheaper to buy than rent. Then we'll talk about hidden costs in addition to the mortgage, which this is misleading. It's cheaper to buy than rent. Now, we're going to talk about what people spend on houses. That is not in the calculation of cheaper to own than rent. Okay. So when they say it's cheaper to own and rent, what they're saying is the mortgage payment is lower than the actual rents in the area. But that's misleading as fuck. That's super misleading. And we'll go through that when we talk about um, the hidden cost of own mortgages and homeowners. 
All right, so the four cities that is cheaper to let me see here. Hold on for a second. I think I have a better graph here because this is a this is a small ass graph. The cities are Detroit, Philadelphia, Cleveland, and Houston. Those are the four metro areas where it's cheaper to buy a house than rent. So Detroit, Philadelphia, Cleveland, and Houston. All right, those are the only four cities. Everywhere else, let's put up the graph so you can see it. No, wrong, wrong tab. Right here, everywhere else, it has jumped up and skyrocketed. So many places in California, obviously. Seattle, Washington, San Jose, Northern California. Then you go down to Southern California, San Diego. Then you get into Denver, Colorado. All right, cheaper to rent. The percentage right here, you got 100%, okay, right here. Most of these are up in the red. Then you have Denver, Portland, Sacramento, Washington, D.C., Boston, you got Riverside, California, which was many times for a long time. Many times is another filler word that I use uh, or phrase. Riverside used to be cheap, but now it's not. Nash, Vegas, New York, Las Vegas, Charlotte, Austin, Phoenix, Milwaukee, Providence. Now we're getting in the small towns. Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, Virginia Beach, uh, Newark, New Jersey, Minnesota, Nassau County, Florida, Long Island. Miami, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Orlando, Atlanta, Dallas, Indianapolis, Tampa, Columbus, Ohio, Kansas City, St. Louis. I mean, someplace in Michigan, Warren, Cincinnati, Fort Worth, Texas. Texas shows up, all right, where it's 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 just not even possible anymore. Chicago, San Antonio, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, West Palm Beach, Florida, and Pittsburgh. All right. So as you can see here, the the um the cost is outweighing even the rentals. All right. It's a trend that is is somewhat new. And they're saying what could change that. Let's look at what can change that. It says right here, buying is more affordable than renting in only four cities: Detroit, Philadelphia, Cleveland, and Houston. The longest, the largest home ownership premium is in the Bay Area where it's twice as expensive to buy than to rent. And rent prices are up. We showed you this earlier. Rent prices are going up where it actually disadvantages a person to pay rent because they can't save to buy a house. So look at the graph. It's harder to save to buy a house when rents are up and then it's actually uh, still cheaper. It's actually home ownership is near, damn near impossible at that point. Somebody says, I can confirm 1,000, confirm about San Antonio. Nationwide, the typical home costs are estimated 25% more per month than, on, than renting. Guys, this is a new trend. I mean, it's somewhat new. And just, you know, real estate goes like this. So this could actually change in a shorter period of time. But does that mean people can afford to buy when that changes? That's my question. So when this changes, still people have been paying high rents and not saving. Some people haven't been able to afford to rent. So when it changes, doesn't mean people can now afford it. They're still out of the marketplace in many times. Um, here's another one. A drop in mortgage rates will cause the home ownership premium to shrink. If the rates fell 5%, <laughs> okay, right here. I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to show you what the current rates are. Then we'll go look at the historic rates over the last 30 years. They said this can change if 
the rates fell 5%. And it says buying the typical home would only cost an estimated 10% more than renting. So you would shrink the percentages from 25% more to 10%, which it would still be more expensive to own than the rent, which traditionally that has not been the case. It's not the case. Now, let's go back to their if. They said if the mortgage rates shrunk 5%. I don't know if you know what's going on. This is almost impossible. The only way it's been trying to be made possible is the Fed high, uh, causing massive inflation by printing more money. We're also, by June 1st, going to print more money. So they're saying, by their calculation, the way we can shrink this distance, not by lowering rents, not by getting people higher income, we would need to take this down from 76 back to 2.6%. Right? This is what they're saying. And that would only shrink it from 25% to 10% more. It would still be more, cost more um, than renting. Right? I mean, first of all, this is mission impossible. I, I don't see this happening. I, I'm a, I, Listen, I'm not a financial guru. This is why I can't talk about this for three and a half hours. I got to mix in other shit. All right, but let's take a look at the, just so you give you a frame of reference, because people are probably talking about this in the comment section. Let's take a look at the history of mortgage rates because 2.6% was actually where we were uh, five years ago. I lost my chart. About five years ago, we were at, actually, when Trump was in office, I'm not, I'm not giving Trump the credit, okay, just let you know. We essentially were at a historic low. We were at a historic low, and uh, it had never really been that low. I mean, so what they're saying is we need to go back to historic lows, in order to solve this problem. So where we are now is actually below average. So 7 point something percent. If you're an older person, if you're a boomer, this is actually low. All right. If you're using it as a frame of reference. So this is where we are today. And as you can see, historically, certainly in the 70s and the early 80s, look at where it was. I mean, this was a terrible time in our history in order to buy houses. And boomers bought houses at this point, or maybe, you know, parents of boomers, we're buying houses here. And as you can see, the rates dropped tremendously over the next 20 years. And this was the lowest point in history uh, right here. This was in, uh, let's see here. This was before Biden took office. I'm not blaming Biden. I'm just telling you. When Trump was in office, you were essentially borrowing free money. Okay. You were essentially buying free money. That's why people now consider the mortgage rates high today. All right. Uh, but um, with this being said, Boomers don't understand this, that when you're a new person trying to buy in this market with less ability to save money, high inflation, higher than uh, than the normal interest rates for mortgage mortgage rates, you know, higher than it's been in a decade. This is going to be problematic. All right. So let me give you this. As a result, since in most places, it's actually more expensive to own a mortgage than it is to rent and rents are at an all time high. Let's talk about the hidden cost of ownership, okay? I was a homeowner for a short period of time, all right? I don't like mortgages, so I'm probably not going to do it again, all right? Not at least intentional, not, in, not as a sole homeowner, all right? I just don't have that much faith in the, um, in the direction the country is going. I don't, all right? That's just me. I'm not, you don't have to be, 
You don't have to be in agreement with me. I'd rather do something else with my money. I will buy land and commercial before I buy a house for myself to live in. All right, but here we go. 20 hidden costs of home ownership. And it says when Bill Douglas and his wife bought their first home, he budgeted for $250 a month for maintenance costs. I'm going to tell you right now, budgeting is going to be where your ass take a fat L because you're not going to understand it. He soon found out that it would be $300 a month just to maintain the lawn. Okay, just to maintain the lawn. So he budgeted $250 a month for maintenance. It's a full $300 just for the lawn. Quote, I have to admit, and this is a lot of people, I was rather naive about the cost involved in being a homeowner. Most people are. I've been in the business. I got a real estate license. I've sold homes. I've leased homes. I've actually been in mortgage side for short periods of time. I've seen people lose their marbles by buying a house. They totally miscalculate everything. Two months after they moved in, a FedEx truck accidentally backed into the house, damaging the gutter. That was a $900 repair. Then there was the baby girl. It was a cost and a cost estimated of $10,000 for the first year of a baby's life, according to this baby calculator. So young people tend to fall for these things. They get married, big expense. They have a baby, big expense. They buy a house, big expense. They buy the car, big expense. By the time they hit 30, they, get, they go to college, big expense. By the time they hit 30, they're millions of dollars in debt. And that's before the repairs start coming. Now, I don't know why the insurance didn't count the FedEx truck running into their gutter, but um, it probably meant that he paid up front $900. He still needed the cash, even though insurance probably covered it. Just because insurance covers it doesn't mean you can't, you don't have to pay up front to fix it. It says then the air conditioning went out or went on the fritz. That was an $8,000 repair. $8,000 for the air conditioning unit. I don't know if you know, if you live in a two-story two house, there's two air conditioning units. Okay? There's two. So if uh, your HVAC goes out, Ninja, downstairs, your downstairs is going to be sweltering, but your upstairs is going to be fine. Says they soon discovered that their neighborhood is prone to power outages, so they needed to consider dropping 10K for a backup generator. Okay. So now they're in, dude, I'm telling you, these are the hidden costs that people don't, well, my mortgage payment is this, and you're throwing money uh, renting. Don't let your roof start leaking, Ninja. Um, another hidden cost um, that we're going to go over all of these, the, another hidden cost is pest control. Pest control. Pest control going to kick your ass, and it's seasonal. So you could have raccoons, snakes. We have scorpions here, um, crickets, mice. <laughs> possums so you're gonna have these issues in neighborhoods especially when you start moving out and out coyotes i mean come on man mm. ants you know what i mean so you're gonna have this unexpected cost come up in an emergency when you got a scorpion in your house a snake uh uh crickets like crazy crick 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 all day long raccoons frogs man i'm telling you then you're gonna have to call pest control out hey 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 or do it yourself Somebody said, don't forget kids too. Kids, if you have kids during this time, a lot of people don't understand. Kids have unexpected expenses and then just be breaking a arm skateboarding and shit. <laughs> Here it is. Most people are unprepared for the big, I don't want to scare you out, out of this, but this is going to be, you're not going to avoid this. Most people are unprepared for the big repairs and even the small repairs. This is according to a guy inside Mortgage Finance Magazine. 
when the toilets start flooding. You can't call someone, a.k.a. the maintenance department, at your apartment like you do when you're renting. You've got to fix it yourself. So you better have Bob the Builder uh, or Stan the Fix-It Man. You better marry him because when shit goes left, your, your kids leave the bathrooms. Dude, your kids leave the sink on in the bathroom. Rap. <laughs> they leave the sink running and they clog the damn drain. Then all of a sudden, y'all go out, go shopping. At, and listen, this is, an, this is a, just an example. You come back. Rap. <laughs> y'all about to go broke. About to go broke real fast. Ninja, you better have a credit card with a big old limit. Guys, kids do stupid shit like that. All right. Dogs do stupid shit. All right. So what are the hidden costs? Your heart. Yeah, your heart. Most people go out of budget just buying the house. So you essentially want to live in the Mac Mansion in the good neighborhood, whatever. And you overbuy. You overbuy. You buy too much house. That's going to mess up your budget. Next one, property taxes. Again, let's have the conversation. People in their 30s and 40s say they don't care about property taxes. That's because many times property taxes are mixed into your mortgage, right? And so you're like, it's just another cost, big deal. But it, it becomes a big deal when you pay down your house and maybe they raise the property tax value to 5% to 10%. Um, and um, you're on a fixed income in your 50s and 60s. As you're getting into these years, you're not producing the amount of money that you did when you were in your 30s and 40s generally. Thus, you become sustained. You just come become uh, uh, this becomes a part of your life, right? You want to retire. You don't want to keep working to pay off your property taxes. And then it's even more despicable when you pay off the house, but you got 20 years to live, 30 years to live, and you got to have this fixed cost of property tax and it goes up. But your income is not up or it eats into your savings. You're going to be pissed. You're going to be pissed. You're going to be like, yo. So when people in Dallas, I mean, people in Texas, they're pissed. They're like, yo, I, I don't understand why it's going up. It can That 5% increase can kill you. All right, what is another hidden cost? Insurance. All right, so you got homeowners, home, homeowners insurance. Um, you also have insurance related to people say flood. You live in a flood zone, tornado insurance, earthquake insurance in Southern California. All right, you live in a you live in a fault line. Insurance is going to be steadily high. You also have types of um uh, they may talk about it. But they have um government municipal taxes essentially, which one of the taxes in Southern California, particularly Orange County, it slips in my mind. But um but this pays for the roads, this pays for the schools. Uh I can't remember what it was. I was in real estate. I can't remember what it was. But this Tax is assessed to you as a as as you can't get you can't avoid it you can't avoid it because it goes to the schools it goes to these nice suburban schools that you are 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 uh, living in the neighborhoods now you might not send your kids to that school you might send your kid to a private school all right but the government charges you a monthly fee in addition to your it's called um somebody called it mud taxes it's called something else in southern in Orange County I slip in my mind but anyway. Pookie tax. But yeah, that, that tax is in addition to the property tax. That tax is in addition to the insurance. That tax is in addition to 
any maintenance costs. Um, but uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. School tax, Orange County. Um, let me see your mission VA hole. It's messing with my mind. Mission VA hole. Not all areas have it. It's called, uh, oh, it's not coming up. It's not coming up. Maybe no, somebody knows. But anyway, th this is an addition tax. Some of you guys don't know that this tax is coming. And some of you guys will say, oh, okay. Um, Mel Mellow Ruse. Thank you. Mellow Ruse. Mellow Ruse is the, the, the term. Thank you uh, for my Orange County uh, brothers and coffee fan and all of you brothers. Mellow Ruse. Mellow Ruse is the tax in, in, in that area. So the Mellow Ruse can kick your ass because it's a continuous tax. It could possibly be a continuous tax that you pay. In addition, you might pay off your house. You still might have to pay the Mellow Ruse. Thank you, brothers, my Southern California brothers. But many other places have this tax. Right? So that's a hidden cost. And you might just say, I'll throw it in and turn. I'll throw it in with the mortgage payment. But it doesn't go away if you pay off the house. Still got to pay that tax. All right, shout out to you brothers out here um, that, that are telling me how the Mellow Ruse tax. Irvine, Orange County, people know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, um, here's another hidden cost. Appearance. All right, so you have pride and ownership tax. Right. You want to add many times these houses become that you buy them. They don't come as they are, especially if it's a new development. So you got to add to it. You got to add the shutters. You got to pave the parkway. You got to give your you know, you got to put the uh, flooring in in your garage. You got to paint your garage or you can pay somebody else to do it. You want to paint the rooms. You want to put the flower bed in front. Flowers, landscaping. These are significant costs. All right, and some of these in taxes increase without your choice. You might have a choice. You can fight it. Uh, the lawn is another hidden cost. Weed killers, uh, leaf blowers, sprinklers. Uh, sometimes your sprinkler, uh, like in, the, in, in Nevada, you can only have your sprinkler glowing so many days. You could get a fine. The municipality can fine you for excess sprinkling. <laughs> yeah, your fence. Oh, my goodness. Uh, these are excess costs. And be and get used to being at Home Depot and Lowe's. Add-ons, decks, patios, sheds, additional rooms, add-ons, kitchen renovation. Look up the average cost for bathroom and kitchen re renovation. And you will have to do this as a homeowner. I suggest that you renovate your kitchens and your bathrooms. If you do not and you're in a bad market, you're in a buyer's market, you're going to get fucked up. By having outdated shit, you're going to be uh, you, your price, your your value of your home that you want to sell. You're going to get ringed on it. You might as well just go ahead and spend it up front. OK, uh, you need to renovate your areas. Not only that, sometimes you think, oh, I'll just sell my house. Well, floor plans change. Uh, types of housing preferences change. You might have a sectioned off house where your dining room is sectioned off. And on the opposite side of the family room and the kitchen. And there could be walls all over the goddamn place. And now open floor plans become all the rage. Where kitchen, dining room, and uh, living room, family room are all one room. Now you, Mr. I'll just buy the house and sell it. Do not take that in consideration. <laughs> right? So then you sell in a market where it's not working for you or you want a certain price for your home. But the new people want an open floor plan and they might not want to buy your house. Right. 
or they might say, I'll take a deduction. You have to deduct because I'm going to have to come in and knock the walls down and shit. Right. Mm. All right. So, you know, these things do affect your cell maintenance. All right. Maintenance price. Okay. Chimneys. Uh, these things are going to kick your ass. Fireplace. These things need to be maintained. Also need to be seasonal, seasonalized. Uh, so, so you might live in a winter area. You're not, you're going to have to seasonalize your home or your damn pipes going to burst. Your pipes are going to burst. I lived in an area where I owned a home and, um, a winter hit that was unexpected and people's pipes were bursting. The university pipes bursted. Okay. And was causing shit like crazy. It was causing a shit storm. So when pipes start bursting, you're talking about going through walls. You know what I mean? You're talking about flood damage. You're talking about not having access to water. Okay. Somebody says, coach is describing all of my homeowner issues. Take a look. So people that think I'm reaching and just calling, uh, talking about scenarios, take a look. Where did that? Where did that? These homeowners know. So you only think, and I'll buy at this price, sell at that price, and you won't take into consideration what goes into the home ownership. All right, these things be happening. All right, so these are the things that are night. These will be nightmares for me. Absolutely nightmares. I don't want no parts of this shit. All right, I don't want it. I'll pay the cost. Where I can, somebody said it earlier, I'll sleep at night. I want sleep, sleep in peace. So when some shit go down, I call my landlord. Hey, uh, <laughs> you need to keep the, you need to get on this shit, right? Uh, it ain't on me. And what he'll do is he'll get on it rapidly. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Why does he have to do it expeditiously? Because he would lose the tenant. It's a part of the lease agreement. Because now if he doesn't, he's making, uh, there's a term for this, that you're making my living condition unsustainable. He has to, or I can break the lease on the spot. I can be like, man, you had me sitting in here with no hot water and the water heater went out. You had me sitting out here for 28 days. I can walk away right on that point because it's not habitable. He has to keep it up. Now, let's just say he's a guy because people say, hey, just get rental properties. And I say, you still you have tremendous maintenance on rental properties. Tremendous, meaning you have emergency maintenance issues. You have to also upgrade, upkeep, uppaint. You can't just keep the house like a slumlord. You own four units, 20 units. You got to maintain that. The washer and dryer, the water heaters go out. Pipings burst. What? That's all your cost. And you have to fix it right away. Right away. Thus, if you are balancing your budget, if you're running a shoestring budget, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. If you're not budgeting and socking money away from these things as a, as a landlord, as a rental investor, you need to sock money away because these things are going to happen. And when they happen, you have to fix it today. Matter of fact, something happened. Oh, I had a leak in my... Uh, I had a leak over the kitchen. They had to have somebody out there right away, right away. There ain't going to be uh next week. Uh, my money looking funny. Oh, uh, you didn't pay your rent. Matter of fact, you don't even have to be current on your rent and they got to fix the shit. Mm. Like you can be behind on rent. They can't be like, well, you behind on rent, <laughs> right? No, they still got to fix it. They can't 
penalize you for being behind on rent and make your living conditions uninhabitable. It's their responsibility as an owner. All right. And uh, if you don't, if you don't fix it now, it's going to be even worse later. Okay. Let's go to some other hidden costs, hidden costs. And people don't run these numbers. They don't at all. They don't, they don't run these numbers. Cleaning. Yep, cleaning your properties. The bigger the house, the big, the more cleaning you're going to have to do. And you're also going to have to clean, um, um, exchange out your filters in your HVAC. Many people forget those things. Those things cause problems. You have to clean out, um, you know, uh, you know, all of the areas, the mini blinds and all that stuff. That is a big one. Another hidden cost, time. Time. So, uh, this is where people disagree with, if they ever disagree with home ownership, they will basically say, you work for the home, the home doesn't work for you. You work for the home, the home doesn't work. So on your free hours, you're cleaning. On your free hours, you're at Home Depot. On your free hours, you're screwing in a new patio uh, a patio door. On your free hours, you're painting. On your free, So you work for that home. And you have to calculate that into the cost of the home. When you rent, you don't do any of that shit. You just go. You can lock and leave that mother sucker, all right? You can lock and leave. Uh, next thing, the furnace and the air conditioning. HVAC guys, stand up. Most of these things are going to crap out. 16 years, it says right here. So you buy a house, and the inspector tells you that the furnace is only four years old and that you may have another 16 years or more left. You figured out that you're free and clear and you'll be long gone by then. Even that's a mistake. You don't calculate that either. Oh, I got 16 years. Well, now you're 55 and 60 having to come up with what? Tens of thousands of dollars that you don't have more than likely. Now furnaces last, it says right here, furnaces last 10 years. Uh, roofs, a roof, roof or roof, roof, a roof, a roof, a roof typically last uh, up to 18 years. That is the typical length. I mean, that is the average length that the, the, a roof a roof lasts, 18 years. But you got a 30-year mortgage, all right? You got to have to replace that shit. You have to replace a portion of it, or you know what I mean? Shout out to the roof. Roof, roof, roof. All right, so that cost of replacing the roof, <laughs> right? Crazy. And they also, let me go through these quickly because we're hitting the three and a half hour mark here. Wiring. Cable, internet, wiring. Oh, God, going into walls and wiring. Oh, do-it-yourself projects. Extra stuff the guy finds when he comes for something else, and you know what's going to happen. Y'all just can't even change a smoke alarm battery. You guys are having problems changing your smoke alarm battery, let alone keeping your house update. Safety. Oh, that's another one. Safety. Uh, if somebody twists their ankle on your property, somebody's kid, you have a pool. And you don't have a fence around it. Somebody visits your house. Their kid falls in that pool. Ninja, please. Done. All right. Safety and security protection alarms for your house. Right. You don't have this one saying right here. Motion detector lighting to light up the footpath to lead to the staircase to your house. Somebody bust their ankle. Your mom, your mother-in-law, their, their parents. They come visit your house, leave the barbecue at night. You ain't got no light path to lead their ass to the to the parking lot you getting sued 
the mailman, the 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 delivery man, somebody bust their ankle on your property, you're getting sued, <laughs> right? It's a part of the game. Pest control is on the list. I mentioned that earlier. Pest control. Okay, savings. You got to be able to save some money for a rainy day. Emergencies, as they say right there. Kids, not only are kids going to cost you money for X, Y, and Z in college, they're also going to cost you a couple thousand dollars in damages over the years. They throw a baseball through the window. Oh, they spend cranberry juice on the living room's floor. You got the floor with the uh, light carpet. They spill red juice on it. Got to replace that. All right. That's those things are going to happen. Um, I had a young woman over. She spilled fucking wine everywhere on my floor and it splashed up on the white walls. All right. Because she was being ditzy. Right. So um, luckily that area wasn't carpeted. But if that area was carpeted, it's a wrap. Mm. Now I'm now I'm what that is. MC Hamster said now I'm liable. Now I got to cover the cost to get that cleaned and or replaced. Nearby construction. Oh, man, that was that's a bad one because that can nearby construction can cost you a lot of money because your car is going to be driving through gravel rocks kicked up on your car. Um, You know, because I have my Porsche, I have construction by me. And every now and then I'm driving through some potholes and crazy shit and rocks flying up all of my car. Noise. All right. These are all hidden costs. Buyers demands. That's another one. See, buyers demand is on the list. So you want to se- you want to sell your home? I bought at this price. I want to sell at this price. It's a buyer's market. You want to sell the house. If they have the advantage and the seller does not, you got to bend to the will of the buyer. So they say, "Well, that's a great house. I'll offer this if you fix this this and this." You got to fix this this and this. And you're going to be like, "What?" It's a buyer's market. They they got options. The interest rates came down. He didn't saved all his money. And you're like, if you don't fix it, I'll get them to fix it. <laughs> oh, nails in the tire. I actually, my Porsche caught a nail in a tire because I had high construction zone. I had high construction zone. I got a nail in my tire. I pulled in the garage. Pss, them, car, them tires cost near $700. And of course, as soon as I took it in there, I needed two tires. <laughs> right? As soon as I took it in there, that was like, yep, you got a nail in your tire, and there's not enough tread on that tire. Now you need two. So it was a $1,500 nail in the tire. You know what I was doing? I was walking around everywhere with a magnet in my damn driveway picking up nails. I was picking up nails. I was on my knees, hands and knees, picking up nails. $1,500 nail. Guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. So uh, watch out for those things. Oh, what was I saying? Um, oh, by the way, yes, if you sell your house and it's a buyer's market and it's competitive and, and all of that stuff, the buyer can tell you to fix whatever they want. They can be like, buy a new furnace. Then we'll keep it at this price. Um, it says right here, replace this roof, uh, fix the floor. They can, they can put these in as conditions. They can walk around a house and expect, hmm, there's a dead spot right here. Fix that. Done. You ain't got the money. You want to sell the house and get up out of Dodge. Do you have enough money to fix that over the next 30, 60 days where they're trying to get the loan finalized as the conditions of the sale? Do you have money to fix that part of the floor? Right. right. Mm. Those things are going to nail you. 
Uh, rest in peace to Tina Turner uh, over there. I was just singing her songs the other day. So if you're a recording artist, you do not want me to sing your song. Uh, neighbors, but another uh, neighbors. Neighbors are a huge nuisance when you buy a house. So that is another hidden cost. What if you got neighbors that grill uh, grill uh, alligator at 930 because he works the third shift, right? He stay up at night. His light coming through your window, <laughs> right? His patio light coming through your window. He leave it on. They loud as fuck. They got kids. You don't. They got dogs row, 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 row all night. You can't, you can't do nothing about it. You can go over there and tell the neighbor, shut that goddamn dog up. Well, yeah, Pookie nub next door. Uh, it, Yeah. The dude is a fix-it dude. He be up on Saturday, 6 a.m. with the leaf blower, right? Or they might have a noise ordinance that says 7 a.m. Many places have noise ordinance that says they can't get busy until 7 a.m. But at 6.45, Hector and them be on the roof. Bam, bam, bam. They start up they shit. And you come out with your damn pajamas on. You looking at Hector. It ain't 7 a.m. yet. And he's like, it's 645, bitch. Get back in the house. <laughs> right? Somebody smokes cigars on, your on their patio, but he goes into your backyard. Somebody smokes cig cigars every day on their patio, but he goes over the fence into your yard in the summertime. Spring, you got the windows open. And that cigar smokes cigarette or weed going into your house. Ninja, you're going to be like, what the fuck? And you pay how much money to live there? <laughs> how much money you live there you pay 600 700 450 500 to live right there to let the weed hit your damn uh window <laughs> that single weed yo the shit ain't that easy people want to make it simple all oh, it just is this simple you buy here you do this you do man please there's more that goes into it oh the mariachi mu music oh don't let no mexicans live next door to you because you know they be having a party. And they party's going all night. <laughs> all night. And it's going to be 50 people packed into that tight-ass backyard. Oh, and they're going to they gonna have roosters and shit, too. Roosters, chickens. You be like, um, Hector, uh, why the fuck you got that rooster every day? Every day. That sun come up. 545 in the spring. 520 a.m. in the spring. Hector. <laughs> Next door. <laughs> Every day, you're going to want to choke that chicken. Pause. You're going to want to choke that damn rooster. Hector, I'm going to kill that damn thing. <laughs> Hector don't care. Hector like, hey, you moved there next to me. I lived here for, my family lived here for 87 years. And he ain't lying. He the fifth generation Mexican. He his family lived here before it was California. <laughs> Hector like shit. This my land. Damn, Hector, you need a rooster. <laughs> yeah, don't get no swimming pool. Swimming pool, forget it. You own a swimming pool, please. Swimming pool costs to maintain a pool. Heat that bitch. You gonna and then you're gonna jump in the pool like twelve times a year. You got that pool back there. Come on, man. Hey, man, it ain't that easy, man. Let's get in here. 
All right, let's get in here. Yep, he, they throw a Kinsietta back in your back in their backyard. It's a wrap. Shout out to Sean Destiny says CGA letting folks know. Appreciate y'all. All right, shout out to Doxy Trash. People that want to rent are being scammed on rental app fees. I know someone that paid three grand in six months in rental app fees. Wow, and the home's still on Zillow. Oh, I heard about this with two hundred apps in a week on being on the market. Actually, I heard about that. I heard about that scam going around because rental does get competitive. Um, if you live in a market where the prices go up and the interest rate goes up, the buyers goes away, but the renters don't. And yes, they're running rental app scams on people. So be vigilant out there. All right, be vigilant. Let me check all the apps and we're going to get out of here. I'm glad we ended on that note. So ninjas will be out of here that don't care. And they ain't mad at my earlier presentation on game. Yeah. Oh, what about moving? What about the cost of moving? Shout out to Deshaun Rose says, Coach, you mentioned Warren, Michigan. I stay there. So true. Warren, Michigan going crazy. Yep. 200. Oh, dude, I remember. Yeah, man. I remember earlier uh, people was charging hat, uh, crazy ass deposits and crazy app fees. Right. I was like, damn, really? And uh, some of them, you, they, they might not have no intentions of even renting the place out. Where are we at here? Shout out to Mr. Odom says, shout out to the parents who actually leave a paid off house with an up-to-date on uh, taxes to their children in no debt. That's Those are going away. And he says, I've got two paid off houses and a rental property, no kids, no wife, no wife. Peace, quiet, and freedom, and money in the bank. Shout out to you. I'm rich. Last thing, do you guys know that your property can be taken away from you if you don't keep up on the property taxes? And you can have a lien placed on you on HOA, back HOA dues, and you're current on your mortgage. Your mortgage company and you have no problem. But you don't pay them real estate taxes. You don't pay them property taxes. You getting fucked up. You could get fucked up. Not, not always. I'm just saying you could. And if your HOA, you behind on your HOA, they're going to put a lien on your property. Ninja, that means you cannot sell it. You cannot sell anything. A lien on your property. A mechanics lien. What is a mechanics lien? Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm different on HOA. I'm I, I like I, I'm happen to like HOA. The reason why, say for instance, what happened? All right, your neighbor owns a trucking company. I went out. Hold on for a second. New 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 world order. All right, they got me. I'm still here. Hold on for a second. New 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 world order. All right, think I'm still here. All right. Um, I, as I was saying. Uh, your neighbor owns a trucking company and as a part of his daily drives, he parks his semi on his property, <laughs> right? He parks his semi that he owns on his property. It's on his property, but you look outside and you see a bit like you go out your kitchen window and you see a big ass semi truck, not the trailer, just the, the truck part, the front part. You walk out like, God, like, like that's your view outside or they got a boat 
or an RV, a big ass uh, motorhome. They park that shit right on their front lawn, right? See, now, when you don't have an HOA, is the RDO cutting out? Is that legal? Um, Yeah, they park the tractor. They park the tractor. Now, if you don't have an HOA, nothing you can do about it. Nothing. <laughs> you, you, you screwed. There ain't nobody you can call. You look at them and be like, yeah, why is Optimus Prime in my backyard? <laughs> when I go outside, I don't see shit but your big-ass Optimus Prime truck. Like, what in the fuck? Now, if you have an HOA, he can't do that. You got an HOA? It's a free-for-all. With without You got an HOA? He getting a note. He getting a fine and all of that. That's, that's, that's the difference between not having an HOA and an HOA. So... Uh, that's why for me, I'm like, I'll have an HOA because I don't want nobody to park a fucking tractor trailer <laughs> right there next door. And I'm like, what? And I got to hear his shit spark up in the middle of the morning. You know what I mean? As he comes up and parks his shit, shh, dropping the air brakes and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, that's an example of. So now I got to pay 300 bucks, 200 bucks, 150 a month over a year, two years, 30 years to prevent this mother sucker from putting this tractor 3 a.m. on a long haul. Ninja done dropped this trailer and his load off. He got to come in three in the morning. <laughs> mm. All right. So these are the things, man. Then he beep, beep, beep. Right. Absolutely. So somebody says, are you capable of talking to people? You can do. You can talk to them. That's their house. You could talk to them. You could be like, hey, um, dude, that's their house. They are certainly well within their right to do exactly what they're doing. You can't tell them. You cannot tell them. You cannot tell them what to not do on the house that they bought. That is the difference. You can't tell him. That's his life. That's his lifestyle. That's the same as him telling you why you go to work and start up your car at 630 in the morning. Because <laughs> I have to. Like, you can't stop me from at 7 a.m. sparking up my car. I leave work at 7 a.m. And I bring the trash out at 6.45 before. Right? There's no conversation. They're well within their right to do exactly what he's doing, especially if there's no HOA. It's his. It's not on my property. It's on his property. But you got to see it and look out. It's on his property. But it's out right outside my my back, my my kitchen view. I got to look at that big ass truck. It's on his property. So he can do what he wants. It just makes my view. I didn't intend to move to a neighborhood with a semi truck in the background. So. It's not my problem. I, I don't know. I think you're misunderstanding. <laughs> misunderstanding. Who, who Who's going to pay $800,000, $600,000 to have a truck? No, I didn't say my yard. But you just paid $650,000 plus interest to have Optimus Prime in your backyard. Like, you did not intend that. That's not what you bought that house for. You didn't, you didn't have that. You didn't want to do it. Yeah, you got to deal with it. Exactly. How much did that cost you? Yep, somebody has a motorcycle. Dude, I mean, listen, I have motorcycles. I spark my shit up. The neighbors know. And so I think, I go, before I turn this on, so I I prefer the HOA because I have control over shit like that. Now I can be like, this is not in the rules. <laughs> that is the point. 
That is the point. This is not in the rules. I did not do this. I would have moved to I would have moved to a mobile home if I wanted that. I would have moved to a mobile home. Uh, let's see here. But HOA also means that you can't do it either. All right, what were we doing here? I said, uh, did I get did I get all of these? HOA also means that you can't do said things. So if you are a truck driver and you want to do shit like that, yeah, it's going to be annoying when you, in fact, want to do something like that. Oh, I just want to park my boat here for the night before I take it back over here, right? You want to take it back to the storage, but you park your boat in front of your house. Uh, HOA Nancy is going to be at your door. HOA Nancy is going to be like, uh-uh. They have a shit. They'll have a fine in your mailbox real fast. And um, you're going to have to pay that fine. If you actually don't pay the fine, you could possibly, possibly get a lien on your property. And I was going to also tell you about mechanics liens is that let's say you did, um, let's say you did a, um, an, an home improvement or you had a repair and uh, Bob came out in an emergency. You were willing to pay whatever Bob charged you HVAC because it's hot in the desert and uh, you need the air conditioning. Well, he does the job and he might make a mistake. He doesn't do the job like you want and you dispute it. You don't pay Bob. You don't pay Bob or you don't pay Bob the full price. Gentlemen, you might not ever be able to sell your house if you do not come to an agreement with Bob, <laughs> right? Bob is going to fuck you up. What Bob is going to do is he's going to put a mechanics lien on your house. And he's going to say, this is in dispute until I get my goddamn money. <laughs> All right. I need my money. And you're going to say, Bob, kiss my ass. You're going to give him the middle finger and tell him he ain't shit. And he gonna go right down to the right down to the um the uh a title company or escrow. He gonna go down to the damn city, and he gonna say he owe me thirty thousand dollars. He only paid me ten. Uh, I want a mechanics lien of twenty thousand dollars. You gonna give him the bird, and uh, you gonna get a notice. You have a mechanics lien. If you have a mechanics lien, you ain't selling that house. You're not selling it until you resolve that lien. And you better get with Bob and he could take your ass to court and it's going to cost you court costs, lawyer, representative time. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. He says uh, they're on the low end of the totem pole behind creditors and IRS. So IRS puts a lien on you. This is the thing about owning personal things. You might get you guys got to understand over 30 years of a mortgage and you guys don't have to stick around over 30 years of a mortgage. You're not considering the impact of life. Um, you might fully intend to be healthy over your 30 years of your mortgage, but you might lose your health or your spouse might lose their health, a child, a, whatever. That, those things happen in life. Not only that, a divorce happens that could totally dictate and change how you can afford something, an emergency, a health emergency, a death of a relative, anticipation of an inheritance you lose your job you have to relocate these all things happen during the 30 year right what happens is uh, or you get back taxes uh, irs claims you owe them fifty thousand dollars these things happen to the average regular person 
when that happens, or you get in a car accident, I mean, anything can happen. If that happens, I hope you have Aflac. Okay. Life events. Uh, a tree could fall onto your house. Like these things happen and nobody anticipates them. And you shouldn't come down on people that have these life uh, crises and life events. It's just part of life. But, but those things could have a, a ability for you to afford your house or sell your house. IRS puts a lien on your property because you're back taxed. Then they have a dispute. You might disagree. Lien. Okay. Child support issue. Levy on your bank, but you can't pay your you can't pay your mortgage or rent anymore. Rap. Or you live in a hurricane zone, a tornado, earthquake. Your shit come down. Your garage go down. Rap. Right. People don't take these things into consideration. They think, oh, I'm going to just be good for 30 years. Or you retire and, uh, you know, they raise the property taxes. You better, you, you better think about this. Or you have five kids. You only thought you were going to have three. You have quintuplets. I mean, these things happen to people. And this is why people need help. Um, because they have something they were able to afford, something changed, and now they can't afford it, right? Um, somebody says uh, eight years of IRS liens, if they don't renew, then you get off free. This is true. You can tempt them, though. <laughs> yeah, you get fired from your job. Hey, you can tempt that game. My man Frank Moolah playing the long game on them, Ninja avoiding everything, <laughs> but it is true. Um, certain debts are not collectible after a certain time. This is blue chip mindset. We're giving this information to you. If they don't collect it at a certain amount of time, it does technically supposed to drop off. But uh, my man, Frank. Oh, that's how you buy houses. Oh, that's another one. Oh, somebody can buy your house up under you as well. So Frank is giving y'all game over there. Somebody can buy your house up, up under you if you don't pay the property taxes. Do you know that? Do you know that? Frank, um, correct me if I'm wrong. If you own a home, you pay the mortgage, you pay the principal, but you don't pay the real estate taxes for a period of time. Like somebody can come and find your shit on a list. <laughs> they can find your house on a list, buy your shit up. Tell me if I'm wrong. You got squatters, all of these things. Tell me if I'm wrong. Somebody correct me. It goes to auction. You living in your house. you like, fuck them tax assessors. <laughs> Then they knock on your door. I own your house. You're like, no, you don't. I paid a mortgage. I paid a principal. No, you don't. They own your house. <laughs> Yo, it's bad. It ain't no game to not. He says you got to be years delinquent. Yeah, and but it does happen. And also, he's also saying as well, it does happen. It happens to people. Again, all of these scenarios is not going to happen to everybody, but be prepared. That type of situation, you go through a divorce, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you become disabled. Hey, these things happen to people, man. These things really, really happen to people. So shout out to the foreclosure gang out here that is out here. So, so I go after motivated sellers whose houses are in distress. So say, for instance, yes, you know your tax situation. You know you potentially become go to auction. Somebody can knock on your door and say, hey, I got a deal. I got a deal for you. And you're definitely going to take a hit financially, but you're going to get out of your financial situation. So Frank is one of them dudes that say, hey, I know your situation. Hey, it's public record. I know this is your situation. You got this, this, this. I can get you out of the situation. You're not going to get full value of your home, but I'm going to get you out of this. You want it? Get out. Oh, also appliances. Appliances. 
Yes, that's that's another thing. That's a whole nother thing. Appliances, appliances go out. Some of these appliances are fixed into your um fixed into your um remodel, like sub-zero refrigerator. Refrigerator is fixed into the thing. So you can't just be like, I'm gonna just buy another sub-zero. Most of the time you might not be able to afford another sub-Z. And um and and, and that sub-Z is linking into your cabinetry. Dude, I've heard it all, man. Plus, I worked in real estate. I've heard some of the craziest shit. <laughs> Water heater. You're like, God damn. And, they, and, and dude, people can't do nothing about it. They consider selling their house for that reason. I'll be like, yo, man. Or they want to get a new, new, uh, they want to go get a new a wolf. One of these goddamn ranges and it doesn't fit. Okay. Your wife wants a new range with the new shit on it. And then you go to Circuit City or Best Buy or wherever it is, Home Depot, Lowe's. You're like, I want that one. You measure the shit up, it ain't going to fix. You had a regular old oven range there. What are you going to do now? You better get uh, Hector out there. <laughs> you better go get Hector. He's going to have to start cutting. 100%. And some of these things don't work with your wiring. So you're going to want to put uh, an appliance in. And then, you know, they're going to be like, well, we could put this in, but your wiring is fucked up in your walls. <laughs> then they go in there. You find somebody. OK, fix the wiring. You fix it. They go in there. Oh, your wood is rotting on the inside of the walls. That fast. You was looking at five thousand. Now you're looking at forty. You was looking at five thousand dollar repair. You was like, all right, I'll, we'll put it on the credit card. Now it's 40, 40K for you to get that new oven. You looking at your wife, you looking at your wife like you really wanted this oven and shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep, you got termites. Oh, look at this shit. You got termites. Now they got to tent your whole damn house. <laughs> Yo, bro, they, people don't think that these things don't happen. People don't think that these th things don't happen. Boy, I'm telling you, man, these things are common common and over 30 years you probably experience everything that i talked about okay over 30 year mortgage you're going to experience possibly that's why they tried to shut my show down new, 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 new world over order. a 30 year mortgage you'll get all of those everything that i just said you're getting all of that and more plenty and your wife gonna be nagging the shit about out you talking about you out there mowing the lawn you need to change some diapers <laughs> right mm. Why you ain't out here? Why you not helping me with chores? Meanwhile, that's what you're thinking about. Shout out to the contractor. All these guys are backing up what I'm saying. All right, I'm not making this shit up. Listen, I've been working in the industry certified. I've tested. I've sold houses, rented houses, leases houses. I owned a house. I actually lease houses. and Everything I'm talking about is not out of the ram realm and range of possibility. So you better, you better do your due diligence. Um, yep, squirrels in the attics. Shout out to Kevin, a software tester. Do you know the percentage of homes that are in HOAs? I don't. I don't. Really, most ho most new developments. Let me just say this: most cookie cutter, most new developments are going to have HOA. Typically, an older development prior to the 1980s in old neighborhoods typically will not have HOAs. If you live in a city. And there's a gated community, there's going to be an HOA. If there's a constructed community, which when, when you drive up and it says um, Mission Gardens, 
and there's a there's a there's roses and there's a fountain <laughs> that has HOAs, Ninja. <laughs> that has HOAs, condoms, condoms, condos, townhouses, HOA for sure. If it's some old neighborhood, hundred years old, highly unlikely. If you live um in a community, the, the house is built in the seventies, and everybody has the you see a house and it's yellow. And then three houses down, it's purple. There's no HOA. <laughs> okay, there's no HOA. Because that person wouldn't have been able to paint their house purple. If there was an HOA, they would have had strict guidelines not to paint that house purple. If you see a neighborhood and one house is, the lawns are manicured, and next door, it looks like fucking Boo, Ragley, Boo Radley's house. Right? There's foliages. There's the, 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 there's, there's, uh, there's grass and dandelions and shit, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, there's no HOA there because that person would have had to cut their lawn. Next door is a jungle, and the next door is, you know, he didn't put out the edge out, put the edge out, yard full of weed. That's no HOA. That's no HOA. That 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 person's able to do what they wanted to do. Uh, somebody says, uh, creaking floors. He says, that's why I buy old houses, old rural areas, no HOA. You live in a rural area, no HOA. All right, this is just a, a general thing when you look at it. If you go to a nice place, oh, they're building a nice community over there, HOA, <laughs> right? That's going to have it. Anyway, yeah, Boo Radley's house. It looks like Boo Radley's house. Yep, you definitely go get it. You definitely get that HOA. You definitely don't have HOA and Boo Radley lives there. All right. Not definitely. Not I'm going to say not definitely because it could be the fact that Boo Radley don't give a damn. Shout out to the Killer Mockingbird book. Yes, I read it back in like the 5th, 11th grade. Oh, rabbits chewing your tomatoes. Oh, dear. Um, when I was married, we lived in a house. We had a house and um, my wife was like, um, I'm going to put I'm going I'm to grow tomatoes. Right. She could grow tomatoes. So she got the little swirly thing, the little tomato fence. Um, and she started putting tomatoes out there. Ninja them deer was tearing them tomatoes up. The deer, the deer, those the deer would wait until the tomatoes were just perfect, right before you would pick it. And deers would come up and tear them tomatoes up. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Man. And so now you're like, oh, now I gotta account for deer. You gonna put up a fence? Now we need to put up a fence so we can grow tomatoes. Shit, Jesus! Mm. <laughs> and you can't shoot the deer because you have a noise ordinance, or you live in an area that don't allow you to shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, deers be thugging out there, man. So, dude, there's a lot of things that go in to these things. And yes, we're getting out of here, man. Four hours. Nobody's watching the playback. All right. Shout out to the coach gang and we out of here. Peace, 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 peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.